Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. He's got room. He's turning all the burners inside the 30, inside the 20, inside the 10. Touchdown for the Sealands Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the hearts of Seal Nation. Driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game. The Heartland Conference and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Here are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome to Ken Robbins Stadium on the campus of Loyal Sock Township High School. And welcome to Seals game day. Driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 and 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Ryan Brandt. Tonight on Eagle 107, Ryan and I are bringing you our 100th and 11th straight Seals Grove Seals broadcast dating back to 2009. But it marks the first time we'll cover the Seals playing the Lancers of Loyal Sock. Both teams are hoping to bounce back from losses a week ago. The Seals lost to Berwick 21-7 and the Lancers lost to Montoursville 24-7. Both teams are currently 2-3 after five weeks. As for the Seals, they were swarmed over by a strong Berwick defense. Loyal Sock was unable to get the offense going a week ago. Ryan, as we watch the Seals offense struggle to find rhythm against a good Berwick team and a powerful running attack, but it was the effort of the defense that we have grown to love about the Seals Grove team year in and year out that showed up big time a week ago, even in the 24-7 loss. And that defense kept that game from being a blowout because the offense really struggled against a good Berwick defense, like you said. But Seals Group defense really showed us something uh, last week. You know, we were still a little suspect when you think back to that Southern Columbia game and the way, you know, Southern was able just to do whatever they wanted will. And uh, you start to worry about when you start playing the better teams, the higher-end teams, like a Berwick. And that defense was there. They put it together, holding that uh, rushing attack. Berwick just eight yards in the first half. Loved the look of uh, Nate Schoen at D-end. I thought he did a real nice job getting in the backfield constantly, causing havoc. Um, a guy like Ryan Ahmed came in and had 12 tackles, I believe it was, in that game. He was just all over the place as well, filling in for showing that linebacker position. So I don't know if we're going to see that same thing tonight or not, but I do know this. this the Seals defense is rolling right now, and, and that's a good thing because it's a pretty good uh, uh, offense here for Loyal Sox. And you talk about the defense and what we've grown to see over the years is their ability to shut down running backs who come in with extraordinary numbers, and that happened a week ago with Berwick's Owen Shoemaker. They, he only had 83 yards on 20 carries last week, which was 68 yards under his season average, and he had a 40-yard touchdown run to boost the average up to 83 yards. And in week one, Ryan, we go back to Max Moyers. He finished with just 33 yards versus the Seal defense. That's 143.5 yards under his season average, and he's been scoring touchdown after touchdown after touchdown since that point. So we have so many examples of that over the years with the Seals Grove defense. You had Bukowski out of Montoursville, had a great career. Seals Grove seemed to have his number. 
And then Lorsing kid out of Jersey Shore, same thing. Sealsgrove went four years against the guy, and not until his senior year late did he even score a touchdown against the Seal defense. So they continue to do that. And one of the numbers you saw was the struggles that Loyal Sock has had this year running the ball. So Sealsgrove will do everything they can to make sure it doesn't get going tonight. And I give a lot of credit to Coach Hicks. I mean, even back when he's a defensive coordinator, now as the head coach and defensive coordinator, one struggle that a lot of teams will have is they'll have athletes and they'll they'll have a hard time getting them all in the field. But this style of defense, that 3-5, that gets you five athletes in a linebacker on the field all the time that allows your, your best athletes to fly around and make plays. So every year, he only needs to find three down linemen, three hard-nosed guys that can just go right ahead with their big bodies and, and cause issues. And then he lets five athletes on the field to just go around as linebackers. I, I love the philosophy. You see a lot of schools will put, well, Jersey Shore will put five down linemen. Or most schools will put down four down linemen. Like, that's tougher to find big athletic guys than it is to find those, you know, those medium, medium-sized, quick, uh, fast, uh, aggressive athletes. And Seals Group has those year in and year out. Why not put as many on the field as possible? So I think a lot of Seals Group success de- defensively has to go with the scheme that Coach Hicks has puts in there. Well, and you talk about this scheme, and a lot of times you talk about those down linemen, and Derek Hicks explained that a week ago about they're sacrificial. Those guys, those three down linemen, are supposed to try to get penetration, suck up blocks, allow your five linebackers to do their job. But all of a sudden when you say that, you end up having a kid like Blaze Zeider who has just been unbelievable this year. When you talk about his numbers and what he's done as a Seals Grove defensive end, it's been off the charts. Yeah, I mean, he's got 30 tackles this year, three sacks, six tackles for a loss. And the stuff you don't see in the stat sheet is him taking on triple teams. I mean, or, or, or flushing a quarterback out or changing the direction of the play. He does that constantly. He's a guy that sticks out because he's always in the backfield. And I think that's why last week with Berwick, you, you got to see a great performance and holding them to minimal yardage rushing because you also had Nate Schoen getting in the backfield with Ziders and just kind of forcing everything into the middle, which is now linebacker heaven. If linebackers don't have to go chasing on pursuits and you're going you're gonna to bring it up in the middle, that's a great scenario. So I really like seeing Nate Schoen at that defensive end last week. Him and Ziders on that edge. And then Everett Thomas, he does his job. He gets up there in the middle, uses big body, gets low, and he causes issue. It was just a good it was good chemistry last week for the Seals defense. One of the biggest compliments you can give a defensive lineman is when all else fails, you grab a hold of them. And not to bring back a, a, a sore subject, but a week ago, the first touchdown by Berwick, Blaze Eiders came off the edge, obvious hold from behind. Quarterback was able to buy some time and end up finding a receiver for the touchdown. But when your linemen start to get to the point that the only way I can possibly stop you is to grab a hold of you, you know, that's a big compliment for your defensive linemen. Absolutely. And it doesn't just show their big guys up front. It shows their athletes. If they can be quick into the backfield, blown by guys, that all, the, all they can do is grab a hold. It's saying a lot about the type of athlete you have playing the defensive line and the energy they're playing with. Well, we have the Seals Grove Seals traveling to Loyal Sock Township here tonight on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. It's the 2-3 and three Seals Grove Seals taking on the 2-3 and three Loyal Sock Lancers. We have a lot to cover, obviously. We'll dive into the Loyal Sock Lancers and what has gone on in their season this year with the change in quarterback. Their all-state quarterback, Connor Watkins, go down with injury. So Chase Cavanaugh steps in to play the quarterback position. But we'll take a look at the other games going on, a part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation family, as we'll hear from the the guys covering the games, the Chickalemi Braves and the Lewisburg Green Dragons, as we'll hear from Coach Derek Hicks also in our pregame show. 
It's just a lot more to talk about. And again, between the Seals Grow Seals and the Loyal Sock Lancers. And also, we're going to hear what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. There's a new breed of dog in town and so many different ways to make your mouth water. You've got the Coney Island dog with chili, onions, grated cheese, and mustard. You've done got your basset hound with blue cheese coleslaw, dill pickle, tomatoes, mustard, and poppy seeds. Oh, si, senor. Don't forget the chihuahua with bacon slice, chili, and cheese. I guess you can teach old dogs new tricks. Stop by Wicked Dog Grill at 28 South Market Street in Seals Grove and make sure to like Wicked Dog Grill on Facebook. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Hi, I'm Jace Brandt. When my father, Ryan Brandt, isn't calling Seals Grove football games, his company, Alpha Electrical Contractors, can serve your electrical needs. Alpha Electrical can wire your dream home, build a new service for your upgrade, or fix that flickering light. Alpha Electrical will even hang your flat screen TV for nearly half the price the department stores charge. No job too big or small, Alpha Electrical will do it all. Call Alpha Electrical at 570-898-3099. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. We're at Loyal Sock Township getting ready to bring you the Seals Grove Seals and the Lancers of Loyal Sock. Before we dive more into this matchup here tonight, we look at the other games going on part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. And with that, we look at with the loss to Jersey Shore last week, Shikalimi falls to 0-5. Bright spot is they got two scores on the board. They had only had seven up to that point. So they did get 13 points against the Jersey Shore Bulldog, but now it's Central Mountain, and both teams looking for their first win of the season. So let's hear from the voice of the Chickalemi Braves, Kevin Hur, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Well, a week after ending a 15-quarter scoring drought with two touchdowns and a loss to Jersey Shore, the Braves appear to be making a bit of a turn for the positive with their offense. Duncan Weir threw the first touchdown pass of his varsity career to Evan Bingaman, a 73-yarder, and the Braves showed a little bit more improvement with a running game a week ago, which is good because they're taking on an 0-5 Central Mountain team tonight at Chickalemi that has struggled stopping the run. It doesn't look like the Braves will have good news with Lucas Tilford. He's still listed as doubtful for this game. Shikalemi did get some good news, though, with Darrell Lyles coming back this week, just in time for Lyles to try and match up with Central Mountain 6'4", 215-pound standout receiver Colin Jones, who, by the way, is a pretty darn good basketball player, too. Jones has five of Central Mountain's six touchdowns through the air and over half the receiving yards in this his first year playing football. 
Lyles will likely have the job of helping in coverage with Jones instead of rushing the quarterback this week. As I mentioned, Central Mountain has struggled stopping the run this year and has committed 13 turnovers so far this season. Shikolami, conversely, hasn't given up an interception since the first two games of the season and really only a total of seven turnovers for the year so far. That puts him at minus two in the turnover ratio, and that's a rather low number for an 0-5 team. Shikolami's also looking for their first interception of the season, and they could have a chance tonight with Central Mountain. They average about 20 passes a game this year. Now, win tonight would get Shikolami thinking much about the postseason, believe it or not. Currently, they are the four seed by about four one-thousandths of a point at the midway part of the season. Central Mountain at Chickalemi. It's homecoming for the Braves on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The pregame show with Coach Todd Tilford starts at 6.30. Kickoff with the Coach Dick Horn and me is at 7. That's on 1070 AM, WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. For Sunbury Motors Game Day on Eagle 107, I'm Kevin Hearn. Want to get a huge discount on any new Toyota at Aubrey Alexander Toyota? Just unlock it. It's the brand new feature at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Go to any of the over 200 new Toyotas at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. It's this simple. Click on Get the Unlocked Price, log in, and unlock your low, low price. It's simple, it's fast, and you'll save on a huge selection of new Toyotas. Unlock your low price only at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855 or better yet, stop in their summer office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health, when you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Center designed with you in mind. Our at Zimmerman Motors, it's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating the official vehicle of fun with special Jeep pricing for everyone. Up to $6,000 off new Renegades to qualified individuals, we have over 20 to choose from. And we're also discounting 2019 Jeep Cherokees up to $4,000, and all new Grand Cherokees have a minimum of $4,000 off. Huge discounts all month long, great selection, and amazing financing deals. Come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company, Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, looking out at a beautiful complex, beautiful setting here for a high school football game at Seals Grove in their warm-ups. They have their blue pants, white shirts, and blue helmets. And you look at the Loyal Sock Lancers, and they have maroon helmets, maroon shirt, and white pants. Again, both teams and their pre-game warm-ups as we continue with Seals Game Day. Now we look at the other game covered here on Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation as Lewisburg looks to bounce back from a Week 5 loss to the Shemokin Indians, but it's no easy task. As the Green Dragons travel to take on the 3-2 and two Bloomsburg Panthers, 
So it's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons, 100.9 the Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons play the Bloomsburg Panthers tonight in a Heartland Conference crossover game. Tonight's game will be played on the campus of Bloomsburg University on Danny Hale Field at Redmond Stadium. Lewisburg comes into tonight's contest with a record of 3-2, and two, and Bloomsburg also has a record of 3-2. and two. Last week, Lewisburg was defeated by Shemokin, and Bloomsburg was defeated by South Williamsport. The Green Dragons last week had a disappointing outing against Shemokin, where two first-period interceptions were returned for touchdowns. Also, the Green Dragons turned the ball over in a fumble inside Shemokin's five-yard line. The lone bright spot for the Green Dragons was sophomore running back Max Moyers, who rushed for 138 yards on 27 carries. Bloomsburg comes into tonight's game coming off a loss to South Williamsport. Bloomsburg runs a multifaceted offense where they run the wing tee, sometimes line up with a fullback in the eye formation, and other times spread you out with five wide receivers. They are led offensively by sophomore quarterback Jack Howe, who leads the Panthers' attack. Their leading rusher is Hunter Coulter, who has 241 yards on 46 carries. Their leading receiver is Aiden Klinger, with 18 receptions for 275 yards and two touchdowns. Defensively, Bloomsburg varies their defensive fronts by running both odd and even fronts to try and confuse their opponent. They like to have eight defenders in the box to make it difficult to run the ball. It will be important for Lewisburg offensive line to be aware of what defense Bloomsburg is in and block them aggressively so the Green Dragons can get their running game going. Game time is 7 o'clock with their pregame at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. All right, Greg, thanks very much. And Sean Carey here in studio as we continue Seals game day on Eagle 107. Don't forget you can listen to tonight's game streaming at eagle107.com and on our Eagle 107 app. So if you don't have your tablet or if you're not near the desktop tonight and if you want to catch us on your tablet and smartphone, download our free Eagle 107 app. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, and Google Play. Also, while the game is going tonight, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle, Seals on Eagle 107, and our Facebook, Seals Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107. Something great to check out during the week with Pat's Trivia Tuesday questions and so much more. On our scoreboard page tonight at Eagle107.com, we'll give you constant updates to the games across the valley, including... Of course, Central Mountain at Shikalemi with live coverage on WKOK. As Greg mentioned, Lewisburg at Bloomsburg tonight, the game at BU on 100.9 The Valley. Pretty rare this time of year, halfway through the high school football season, you get a matchup of two undefeated teams. We've got that tonight in Lycoming County as Canton comes down to take on the undefeated Muncie Indians. Also tonight, it's Columbia Montour Votech at Sayre, North Schuylkill. At the Olympians, go up against Jim Thorpe and Tri-Valley at Halifax. Central Columbia is at Danville tonight. Jim Kaiser not coaching Danville tonight due to a one-game suspension. Warrior Run at Hughesville. Valley View at Berwick. Great matchup there. Mount Carmel tonight travels to Mifflinburg. Newport at Millersburg. Pine Grove at Juniata. Shemokin at Jersey Shore. It's going to be a great backyard scrap tonight at Thompson Street Stadium. Upper Dauphin at Susquehanna, Nativity BVM at Montgomery, Southern Columbia at South Williamsport, Milton at Montoursville, and Penns Valley is at Midwest as Midwest Mustangs looking to get their second win of the season. Later on tonight during Sunbury Motors game night, we'll have a report from Danville and that matchup tonight between the Ironmen and the Central Columbia Blue Jays. Take a quick break on game day and then we'll return to Ken Robbins Stadium, not too far off Williamsport's Golden Strip where the Seals tonight take on Loyal Sock with a 7 p.m. kick. Back with game day after this on Eagle 107. 
Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawinds Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all SEALs throughout your career from Seawinds Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawinds Grove. Go SEALs! Most of us won't need to hire an attorney this week, but for a few of us, something has happened in our lives, and before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575 or on the web at slivlaw.com. Our controller at Zimmerman Motors, it's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating the official vehicle of fun with special Jeep pricing for everyone. Up to $6,000 off new renegades to qualified individuals. We have over 20 to choose from, and we're also discounting 2019 Jeep Cherokees up to $4,000, and all new Grand Cherokees have a minimum of $4,000 off. Huge discounts all month long, great selection, and a Amazing financing deals. Come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Hey, Dad, football takes a lot of hard work, doesn't it? It sure does, Ben. Hard work and discipline make a team successful. Like your CPA business? Yes, my clients and I are a team. I work with them for all of their income tax, payroll, and bookkeeping needs. It doesn't matter if it's one person, a family, or a whole business. I get things done, just like our football team does on the field. So do you have a playbook? Kind of. My goal is to do my absolute best for all of my clients. They can call me, William D. Booker, CPA, at 570-374-7343 or visit me at 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, next to the American Legion. Go Seals! Eagle 107. And after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region and the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motors Seals Game Night right here on Eagle 107 in the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Ryan, we just read down and then heard from uh, Kevin Herr and the Lewisburg Green Dragons with Greg Wetzels as well. And, boy, after week one in Lewisburg, and they were on a roll, and then they went in and, and fell to the Smoking Indians. And they're seeing, the Lewisburg Green Dragons are seeing what it's like to lose an athlete when they deal with Farinado. And then Max Moyers went down for a little while. Boy, these little sock Lancers are dealing with the heavy loss of their starting quarterback, all-state quarterback, Connor Watkins. When you break down his numbers and what he was on roll or what he was on track to do here in 2018 in four games, 47 for 83, 823 yards, nine touchdowns, and just two picks. Last year, over 2,500 yards and 30 touchdowns. And for his career, 6,053 yards, 68 touchdowns, and also 21 rushing touchdowns for Connor Rockins. And, again, he was hurt during the Bloom game early in that one. Now it's time to try to turn the page. But, boy, what a big page to try to turn. Yeah, I mean, you're losing a Division One type athlete here, a guy that can throw the ball and athletic enough to run all over the field. Just a guy that can do a little bit of everything, and really, he, he's kind of the guy, I don't want to use the word carry, but fueled this this team, and they have not been the same since uh, since he went down offensively. What was the, the stat? They were, they're were averaging almost 100 yards less a game. 
I mean, in total offense. So the, the guy uh, accounted for so much for them, and they're finding, trying to find a way to uh, bounce back from his injury. It was the Bloom game he got injured, mm-hmm. correct? And so they haven't won since before that game when they beat Schick 35 nothing. So they're trying to find an answer right now to replace him. And the other guy for the Loyal Sock Township, Lancers that's dealing the, the blow of your starting quarterback going down is a very good athlete, and Derek Hicks will talk about him later in our interview with him, and that's Gerald Ross. He has 100 career receptions now. In 2017, 58 catches for over 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns. And coming into this game tonight, when you look at his numbers as well, uh, 32 catches, 597 yards, six touchdowns. And Ryan, he's averaging 18.7 yards per catch. There's still athletes around on the field, guys that Seals Grove's going to have to deal with. But you know what's crazy about him is out of all the receivers Seals Grove um, has seen, other than the Shikalimi game, he's probably not breaking the top of their teams. I mean, you're talking Julian Fleming. You're talking about Tegan Wilk from Berwick. Fleming from, was from Southern. And Dylan Farinato. Those are three unbelievable athletes. I'm not saying his name's not in the mix. Obviously, Julian Fleming is above and beyond the, of them all. But Seals Grove seen great receivers week in and week out. It's going to be no shock to them to see this guy tonight. I don't think he, he might not be even one of the top three Seals Grove's already seen. So he will be asked to do a whole heck of a lot, and he's going to have his sophomore quarterback, and that's Chase Cavanaugh. Chase Cavanaugh, 19 for 47, 248 yards on the season, two touchdowns, and has thrown three picks. A week ago in their loss to Montoursville, 10 for 20, 97 yards, did have one touchdown, but threw two interceptions. So this young man is trying to grow into the position as a sophomore. And like Derek, when I talked to him earlier in the week, you know he wasn't getting the reps when he – had to come in against Bloomsburg, but then he had a week to get all the reps. You knew he was your quarterback, and he was very surprised in the result of the Montoursville game when they lost 24-7. But then what he did said, now he's going to have two weeks to get all the reps. So how much advancement can this kid have as he moves through? And Derek's, you know, Kennedy says, I don't want to see him progress to a point where he can compete against us tonight. Let's be honest. You can get better. You're going to get better week in and week out. But you, your skill set is developed in the offseason. And getting thrown in as a starting quarterback, you're going to get a little better as the season goes on. But your mechanics and all that stuff, that's reps. You ask any quarterback out there, you've got a rep, rep, rep. It's your drops. It's your, it's your, it's your, it's even the footwork. It's not even your throwing mechanics all the time. There's so many things. Plus reads. He didn't get to do the seven on sevens. There's so much stuff that he, they weren't, depending on him he wasn't the guy they were thinking about obviously with with Watkins out there it's going to be tough yeah he's going to get better you you have to but he's really kind of thrown in in an unfair position there because this wasn't something that he was probably foreseeing this opportunity coming up and and uh yeah I I get I get coaches a little concerned you know he gets another week but I'm not I'm not stressing that too much. Well, and one thing you fell back on talking about Coach Derek Kicks was how well his defense played a week ago against the running game. And we already talked about Loyal Sock has struggled with under four yards per carry to run the ball, so the focus can be a little bit more on what you'll have to do against the passing game. So I think Derek and talking to him, but again, Coach speak, he doesn't want to be too overly mm-hmm. optimistic, yeah. but he feels like what his defense did against a very good running game in Berwick last week and a very good quarterback and force at – uh, as an athlete for Berwick Bulldogs, he felt good about what he saw from his team, and understandably so, and he thinks that will carry over tonight against these Lowell Sock Lancers. Hey, as we go throughout the broadcast, we we 
track a game. And we call it the Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week, brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. And this week, it's the 4-1 Danville Ironman against the Central Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are 3-2. and two. They played Southern Columbia a week ago, and they had Southern Columbia 20-20 at halftime. So Central Columbia, a very capable team, and they're going to have a tough game, and that's why we're going to follow it tonight as they will take on the Danville Ironman. Before we get ready to go to break, and then we're going to hear from the head man, Coach Derek Hicks, take a look at how these teams have gotten to where they are at this point. Again, the Loyal Cyclanchers coming at 2-3. and three. They started the season with a loss to North Schuylkill, 42-21. to 21. We've heard of, heard about North Schuylkill, very good team, high-ranked in a lot of the local polls. So to lose to them wasn't a big uh, shocker, but 42-21. And then they beat Danville in Week 2, 41-40, as Connor Watkins let it come from behind victory to beat the Ironman, a huge win for the Lancers. And then they beat and shut out Chickalemi 35 nothing. They lost a week, two weeks ago. To the to Bloomsburg Panthers 19 to 8 before last week's loss to Montoursville 24 7. After tonight, the Lancers will have Mifflinburg at Milton, home against Warrior Run in South Williamsport before they wrap up the season. They're averaging 22.4 points per game, but giving up 25 points per game. For the Seals Grove Seals, they are two and three as well, two and one in conference play. They started out the season. We talked about that. A loss to Lewisburg, 32-22. Then they bounced back, beat Jersey Shore, 31-10. They lost to Southern Columbia, 48-0. Bounced back from that one, 35-0 over Shikalimi. Then lost a week ago, as we've mentioned, to Berwick, 21-7. So Seals Grove in this role again of a bounce-back game, looking to do it tonight against Loyal Sock. Next week, they'll be home against Shemokin. Then back-to-back games for the Seals. They'll travel to Central Mountain and at Danville before they finish up the season at home against the Montoursville Warriors. They've scored 19 points per game, but given up 22.2. So much more to talk about, but we're going to take a break now, come back, and we're going to hear from the head man, Coach Derek Hicks, as we move to the top of the hour, getting ready to see the Seals Grow Seals and the Loyal Sock Lancers all right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC stand for selling more cars and satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. Stream on with Service Electric Cablevision high-speed internet free for two months. Enjoy faster speeds for smooth streaming and downloading on all of your devices. Choose the speed that's right for you. Plus, you'll get free installation and two free months all-in-one wireless cable modem and router when you sign up. SCCV high-speed internet free for two months. Visit sccv.com slash speed. That's sccv.com slash speed. Offer ends October 26th. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. 
Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind Eagle 107. Seals game day on Eagle 107 and Sean Carey. We're less than half an hour away from the kickoff tonight at Ken Robbins Stadium between the Loyal Sock Lancers and the Seals Grove Seals. Let's talk about the Seals defense. Was dominant, continued by senior Blaze Ziders. Ziders followed up a great game against Shikalemi with another terrific effort against Berwick last week. Ziders recorded seven tackles, three for a loss, and one sack. As a team, the Seals defense had seven tackles for loss, four sacks, one interception, and three fumble recoveries. Also making a great contribution was sophomore Ryan Ahmed against the Berwick Bulldogs. He led the team with tackles and also caused a fumble. Looking for that Seals day to continue tonight. Get a bounce-back win against Loyal Sock as we're less than a half an hour away from kick. And following the break, we'll have our weekly conversation with the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Hicks, as we continue Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. The DQ Honey Barbecue Glazed Chicken Strip Basket or the new $4 burger and Blizzard menu with cheeseburger or KC Barbecue Bacon Cheeseburger. And if it is a Blizzard that you want, pumpkin pie is the Blizzard of the month. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals. Go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick. And I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man and Melvin. After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Fire M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man and Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. We are Eagle 107. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, and Coach Hicks. the Derek Hicks free game show. Pat O'Brien along with Coach Derek Hicks as the Seals Grove Seals get ready to take on the Loyal Sock Lancers. But Seals Grove fell a week ago to the Berwick Bulldogs 21-7. to They dropped to 2-3 and on the season, but they still sit at 2-1 and in conference play. But they stay out of conference to take on the Loyal Sock Lancers. 
But before we had talking more about Loyal Sock, we take a look back in a game against the Berwick Bulldogs that a lot of people had uh, Seals Grove big underdogs in that game. And Derek, if I remember correctly, some uh, media outlets had them possibly rank as high as second in the state. Yeah, I mean, coming in, we saw um, a couple pools that have them top five. One had them as high as number two. So, uh, you know, obviously you, you don't ever want to come in and lose and say you're happy with it. But, uh, you know, defensively we played well, and offensively we, we found some things, obviously, we need to work on. Uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, looking forward, it, it's a good game to grow from. And talking about their defense, we're going to send it to Murphy as she addresses uh, the defensive side of the ball in the effort from a week ago. Even in your loss last week, your defense played well. Who stood out on your defense? Uh, you know, honestly, it, it was kind of a group effort. Um, you know, I know a- after the game, Blaze had another big night for us on the defensive side. The linebackers played well, but uh, when, when you look at the talent Berwick had up front on their line and the success they've had running the football, you know, averaging almost 300 yards a game, and we held them well under 100. Uh, and if you're going to do that against a team the caliber of Berwick, it, it's got to be a complete effort. And when you look at the film, uh, you know, the, the number of guys that were hustling to the football and looking to get in on the play uh, was far and away the best it's been all year. So, uh, you know, I, I'd call it a complete team effort last week. Thank you, Murphy, for your question. And staying on that whole theme of the defense and how things, how does that help you moving into this week? Even though you're not going against an All-State quarterback, but you're going against a good coaching staff at Loyal Sock. Justin Van Fleet's been there for seven years, 49 and 29, and he's won a bunch of games in those years. So how do you continue to keep that pressure going? As you move on to take on the Loyal Sock Lancers, uh, you know, I mean, Berwick was a good a good prep game for us because uh, without Connor Watkins, you've seen Loyal Sock trying to run the football a lot more. Uh, it, you know, actually a lot like Berwick, they're going to try and run, they're going to pass when they need to. Their quarterback that's in there now is efficient. Uh, you know, obviously, you're not going to replace a Division One All State caliber kid like Connor was. Uh, but you know, the way they're trying to run the football right now, having that. Berwick game and the Southern games under our belt are uh, are big to prep for a game like this. The Little Sock quarterback you're speaking of is number 25, Chase Cavanaugh. He's a sophomore on the season, 19 for 47, 248 yards, two touchdowns, and has thrown three picks on the season a week ago against Montoursville, 10 for 20, just 97 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. Talking about picks, now you have a young quarterback coming in, and you would obviously like to raise the interception total for your defense coming into tonight's game just one interception all season long this time last year you had seven how do you address that uh, you know, we just keep doing what we're doing, which is uh, trying to get after the quarterbacks, get some pressure on them, uh, create those bad throws. And it's just one of those things, uh, you know, when you look, we played some pretty good quarterbacks in Shedleski week one, uh, you know, who's a veteran, and then Stone Hollenbach a little bit uh, two weeks later. Uh, so we've had some veteran quarterbacks that, uh, you know, ha- have made smart decisions. The secondary's doing a good job. They're not playing poorly. Uh, it's just a matter of continuing to get after the quarterback and try and create some bad throws. Now, you've dealt with having to play against some athletes. You talked to Lewisburg, Dylan Farinato. Last week, it was Tegan.
Keegan Wilk. This week, you have a kid by the name of Gerald Ross, a senior. On the offensive side, 32 catches, 597 yards, six touchdowns against Montoursville. He catches 77 yards. But before we address his offensive side, he's a guy that wanders around on that defensive side that you're going to have to find him and keep an eye on him as well. Yeah, I mean, Gerald's a great athlete. Um, yeah, he was on pace to, to, to set some records this year with Connor throwing them the football. And uh, he's still a threat. Like, uh, you know, just like Farinado, like Tegan Woke, you said, uh, Julian Fleming, he, he's one of those rare athletes that you get the, get the ball in his hands and good things are going to happen. So uh, we certainly have a defensive game plan in place that uh, – kind of keeps an eye on him each and every play. And uh, like you said, uh, Danny Shock's going to have to know where he's lining up on the defensive side, You know which corner he's at, or are they shifting him to the middle, and uh, beware because he's got the range to make some plays on the defensive side as well. Talking to Coach Derek Hicks here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, part of the Derek Hicks pregame show. Talk about their defensive side. You talk about Ross. And who are some other guys that jump out on the film for you? And defensively, what do you expect to see against this little sock team? Uh, you know, on film, we look at uh, their line. They've got a couple big linemen. Uh, their, their one end, uh, Bam Brima, Brima is, uh, he, he's like a 6'6 kid, about 240. Uh, big long arms, plays really well with leverage, gets to the football. So, uh, you know, that's one of those things we're going to have to know where he's at because he, he's a playmaker. He's a kid that's going to run things down. Uh, Linebacker-wise, it's hard to pick out one. They just do, as a group, they do a nice job flow into the football uh, and then the secondary we already talked about Ross so uh, you know, they, they've kind of got a couple playmakers at each level that, that we'll have to be concerned with uh, on the other side of the football you know when we're playing defense it's, it's just going to be about again a big offensive line against us and uh, trying to slow down that running game and put some pressure on their young quarterback you talked about their defense and kind of going back to reflect on last week's game against the Berwick Bulldogs and the inability to keep that pressure off your quarterbacks. How has that been addressed this week? And do you feel like you're turning a page to help protect your young quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a matter of there were times where there were O-line breakdowns. And then there were times where uh, the protection scheme was called correctly and uh, you know, Danny had to have a hot read and get rid of the football. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those young guy things that having the confidence to know the hot read is there and get rid of the football. So, uh, you know, we went through some different drills this week, put some pressure on the O-line, uh, put some pressure on the quarterbacks with recognizing blitzes, recognizing where to go with the football in a hurry uh, if we have that unaccounted for blitzer. So hopefully, you know, working those team drills like that will pay some dividends. Now, we've covered the defense for both teams, offense for both teams as well. It leaves us one element of the of the team that we don't often talk about. But when we do, we talk about the comfort level you have in your special teams, especially with a kid like Kyle Rule, who has not missed a PAT, knock on wood, all season long, and has kicked one field goal from 33 yards. On the flip side... Loyal Sock has not made a field goal since 2014. They didn't even attempt any last year. How comfortable are you are with your special teams, including punting as well? Uh, you know, so far so good. Like you said, Kyle's done a great job. The kickoffs have been, for the most part, right where we want them. You know, he's placing the ball where it needs to be placed. Uh, PAT field goal wise, he's doing a good job. So there, there's a definite comfort there. Uh, you know, we're not afraid once we we hit about that 25 yard line to 
to think about trying a field goal. Uh, Wyatt Metzger is the punter has come a long way since he came in. Um, his average is you know right around 35 right now. So he's doing a good job flipping the field for us. Uh, and, and yeah, it's going to be big because with Gerald Ross back, possibly returning punts, returning kicks, uh, you know, special teams could end up playing a big role. Yeah, the thing you talk about, Gerald Ross, he's going on over 100 completions in his career. Uh, last year, he had 58 catches for 1,038 yards and 12 touchdowns. So, again, a guy to keep an eye on through, uh, no matter what part of the game you're playing, whether it's defense, special teams, or on the offensive side. Well, Derek, as we wrap things up here, again, your Seals Grove Seals getting ready to take on the Loyal Sock Lancers. Loyal Sock comes in at 2-3, and 0-1 in conference play. Your Seals 2-3 and three as well, but 2-1 and one in conference play. You stay outside of the conference but kind of wrap up what what your thoughts are where your team's at as you get ready to move into the second half of the season uh you know i I mean i like the growth we've seen through the the beginning half of the season you know obviously uh a a tough schedule opening with lewisburg and southern and berwick but you know at the end of the day the kids have responded well uh i think you know the way especially defensively they played against a a tough berwick team uh they didn't back down which is what you want to see out of a team and uh you know hopefully Hopefully we can use Loyal Sock, get a win, and kind of use as a springboard for the second half of the season. Well, Derek, we appreciate your time. Good luck to your Seals as they try to go to 3-3 three and three on the season before returning back to Hack 1 play. It's the Seals Grow Seals taking on the Loyal Sock Lancers, and it's all going to be right here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Most of us won't need to hire an attorney this week, but for a few of us, something has happened in our lives, and before we can go any further, we need to get sound legal advice. Slavinsky Law Offices can give you options. For over 40 years, they have successfully represented individuals in criminal, DUI, family law, and estate planning. They care what happens to you, and they have the experience to win the toughest cases on your behalf. You may not need a lawyer this week or even this month, but when you do, call us at Slavinsky Law Offices, 570-374-5575, or on the web at slivlaw.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motor sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one be Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Eagle 107. Lions start Big Ten schedule tomorrow night on WKOK versus Ohio State. Tailgate show is at 6, kickoff at 8.30 with Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey, and Derek Williams on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Ryan, we ran through the schedule, how both teams have gotten to this point. against. both teams are sitting at 2-3. and three. Seals Grove 2-1 and one in conference play. Obviously, this game against Little Sock brings them out of conference play. 
before they return to conference play next week, home game against the Shemokin Indians. Looking at last week's game for the Seals Grove Seals, eight first downs to Berwick's nine rushing yards. Seals Grove ended up with minus 46. The big story was Berwick only ended up with 76. They were averaging over 270 yards on the ground, and it came into Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field and only ended up with 76 on the ground. Passing department, Seals Grove 115 and Berwick 142. So the total yards in that game skewed a lot by the rushing department. Seals Grove ended up at just 69 total yards. Berwick 218 penalties were a mess throughout the entire game a week ago. And a surprising only a 7-0 lead for Berwick going into halftime. So a lot of kudos went to what Seals Grove was able to put on the field a week ago. So the question is, as we talked about it and talked with Derek about carrying that momentum into a game and you got to feel like you got to get yourself just as jacked up and ready to play this little sock team whether you're playing against connor Watkins or is it chase cavanaugh it doesn't matter and now that comes down to coaching and we always compliment what the coaches do yeah and you know what's crazy is you, you we, we're talking like we got to carry the momentum from last week in a game we lost and, <laughs> and, and we only had 69 total yards offense but there were so many good things that we saw especially on the defensive side of the ball against a really really good Berwick team so yeah we didn't get the win yeah our offense really struggled but it was probably one of the better defenses we'll see all year long and what Berwick had if and they might be just as good as Southern's defense now I don't think Berwick has the offense Southern has but defensively Berwick is definitely right up there with Southern so we're not going to see we're not going to see defense like that the rest of the way so I understand why that Berwick game last week, even though you look at a 69 yards, why a Seals Grove fan might be excited, why the coaches feel some momentum, and they will. They'll build off that. They'll find the good stuff, and they'll, they'll, they used it in practice week, and they'll continue to build off it, and they know this is a big game tonight. I mean, this is getting to 500. Well, and the strange thing about it, Ryan, you talk about a 21-7 loss, but Derek Kicks talked about it. He said, you know, you never want to lose a game, but you definitely want to be able to compete and be in the game with opportunities. 7 nothing. Uh, they were losing at halftime. And on the flip side, they went 35 nothing over your rival, the Shikolimbi Braves. You were down on the field after the game, and the feeling wasn't very good about a 35 nothing win over your rival. Ah, they're just tough. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it, the expectations have risen to that level. 35 nothing is not when you're trying to get better and prepare for these bigger games. That's why the coaching staff was down on that because they knew they left a lot of points on the field. Yeah, I mean, and, and they see the stuff that we don't see. I mean, the, they know what they've been working on all week of practice, and when they go and watch out in the field and they don't see those things that they've been repping happening, that's going to drive them crazy. But 35 nothing. They're, they're happy. I mean, it's a rival. They're happy, but they know they can be better, and that's what makes this coaching staff so special. That's why this program is good year in and year out, because that attention to detail. And, and good coaches talk about half inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they talk about half inches, little things like that they talk about. So, And that's what we got here in the staff, and that's why you'll continue to see this team get better week in and week out. Now, looking at Loyal Sock a week ago, again, lost 24-7 to to Montoursville. In that game, Loyal Sock rushed for just 99 yards. Through the air, 97 yards. So they had 196 total yards. And for the Montoursville Warriors, 206 yards on the ground. 190 through the air for 396 total yards a week ago in the Montoursville win over Loyal Sock. Bunch of penalties for both teams. And this was a game that was only 14-7 to halftime, so it wasn't decided. 
until late in that game. And again, Montoursville end up beating Loyal Sock 24 to 7. And again, knocking Loyal Sock to 2 and 3 on the season. Looking at these teams over the past five years and the records have been good. Loyal Sock 42 and 20 over the last five years. Over eight wins a game, just to four losses. Last year, eight and six. Two years ago, nine and three. 2015, eight and three. 2014, they went nine and four. In 2003, they 13, they went eight and four. For Sealands Grove, a lot of the same success. 46 and 19 over the past five years. 11 and three a year ago. Eight and four last year. 12 and two in 2015. And 2014, they went nine and four. 2013, they ended up. Six and six again, forty-six and nineteen over those five years, averaging just over nine wins a year in those five years, and that's go along with the six and six record in two thousand thirteen, and under four losses per game. So both these teams have felt the success over the years. Seals Grove's been able to advance in the state playoffs. So when you start hanging your hat on that kind of stuff, and the coaching staff and your players, especially with the senior class, Ryan, not a big senior class for the Seals, but boy, they've been there. They've done that, so this is the type of game you're going to expect them to come up big. And, and talking about the schedules and stuff in, in the past year, you know, one thing, too, Seals Group has advantage, I think, almost on everyone we play, is, is strength of schedule. We play a brutal schedule year in and year out. I mean, I know Loyal Sock won eight games last year, but only one of those eight wins was against a team with a winning record. I'm not trying to take anything away from what you got to you got to play who's in front of you and you got to take care of business. They did that. But even looking into this year, so far, halfway through the regular season, They've got one win against a team with a winning record, an impressive win over a pretty good Danville team. Now, they did do that when they still had Connor Watkins and him being out. Now, you know, you wonder how that game would play out. But, you know, their strength of schedule has not been anything that's been lighting up the world for them. So, you know, you talk about postseason success that Seals have had and Loyal Sock didn't. I think a lot of that has to do with who you've played during the season, what style of ball you've seen, and how prepared are you for those tougher games tonight you got two two and three teams, but I think they're two very good two and three teams. And we'll see what Loyal Sock, you know, has because Seals Group has faced way better teams in this already. So they're not going to be shocked. Has Loyal Sock, though? That's the question. And if you talk to Derek at any point, he talks about preparation is from Monday through the lights come on Friday night. It's not about starting tonight. So, and he'll tell you, you know, and I talked to him and said, how good do you feel the preparation is? And this week he felt very good about their preparation coming to a place they've never been. They've never played Loyal Sock in the history of Seals Grove football. So it's exciting to come to a new place. You know, at, at the, the stadium, everything is new. It's not that old feel of, you know, we, we've been there, we've we played them. So that adds to the element, and it does for us as broadcasting 111 straight games. We've never been here. It's a beautiful facility. It's a beautiful field, new field here as well, as we've experienced at Sealands Grove. And, boy, the colors and everything on this beautiful night really jump off in front of us so we're excited getting ready for the opening kickoff seals grove is taking the field on the far side again in their blue pants white shirts and blue helmets and loyal sock lancers will be taking the field here shortly to the ovation of the crowd here on the near side ryan we talked about what seals grove defense has been able to do now loyal sock has struggled against danville Danville's quarterback threw for 245 yards and four touchdowns and gave up 190 yards on the ground, did the Loyal Sock defense. Against Chickalimmy, they allowed just 127 total yards, but we know the struggles that Chickalimmy are going through. Against Bloomsburg, their quarterback threw for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and gave up 96 on the ground. Montoursville's quarterback, 165 yards, two touchdowns. So this could be a nice bounce back, too, for your freshman quarterback, 
Danny Shock to get himself back into what we have seen this year already, and that's maybe a 200-plus game. Well, and the only thing that's slowing down Danny Shock is just immediate pressure. When Seals Group's given him time, he's delivered throws, and he's been accurate. So, you know, you look at these results of what some teams have been able to throw against them, you know, pushing 200 yards, two TDs on average, you would think, okay, the, you know, he might be able to, you know, get some time tonight. Maybe the pass rush isn't, you know, what it is against some of these other teams. But then you look at what what they've been able to do. Loyal Stock, as far as pass rushing, they, they do only have seven sacks, but they have 37 tackles for a loss and four interceptions. So we know they're getting in the backfield and, and creating pressure. And, you know, you're really going to have to watch tonight for defensive end number 57. Am I saying it right? Bam Brema. He's a pit commit. He's going to pit. He's a senior. He's got 44 tackles, eight tackles for a loss, and he has three of their seven sacks. So he's going to be the eye to keep an eye on. But when it comes to throwing, teams have done it. Can Seals Grove throw the ball tonight? I really think that opens up the running game for Seals Grove if they can. So it's going to come down to get in time for Danny Shock. I think he, he can easily have a bounce-back game. Last week he was constantly guys in his face running for his life. It's got to change tonight. 61 degrees, no sign of rain here at Ken Robbins Stadium on the campus of Loisock Township. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and we're going to get Ryan's thoughts on what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals as we get ready for the opening kickoff between the Seals and the Loyal Sock Lancers. This is Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Seawans Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawans Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child and Seawans Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all Seals throughout your career from Seawans Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawans Grove. Go Seals! There's a new breed of dog in town and so many different ways to make your mouth water. You've got the Coney Island dog with chili, onions, grated cheese, and mustard. You've done got your basset hound with blue cheese coleslaw, dill pickle, tomatoes, mustard, and poppy seeds. Oh, si, senor. Don't forget the chihuahua with bacon slice, chili, and cheese. I guess you can teach old dogs new tricks. Stop by Wicked Dog Grill at 28 South Market Street in Seals Grove and make sure to like Wicked Dog Grill on Facebook. It's almost time for kickoff. From the stadium, here again are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome back to Seals Game Day here at Lowestock Township. As the captains get ready to walk out on the field, look across the way. Benford, Kahn, Swineford, and Schoen, the captains for the Seals Grove Seals. Brian, when the captains are going to take the field and the band is all sitting down in their seats, it means it's almost time for kickoff here. So that's when we go to you and, uh, you know, check in with you. What do you think t- with all we talked about and all the buildup, what's ultimately going to seal the deal for victory for the Sealers Grove Seals? Well, obviously all the attentions on the offensive side of the ball after last week's struggles. One yard in, in the first half, 69 total yards in the game. Didn't get a score until really late in the pointless minutes. So... 
to seal the deal tonight, this Seals Grove offense is going to have to get something going, and it, it obviously starts at that offensive line. Can they give the, the, the quarterback, Danny Shock, the freshman, some time just to settle in in this game and hit some of his targets? And then can they create some type of running game? The running game last week was non-existent. You, you can't not be able to run the ball and then not have time to throw. You Both those can't happen. Teams can make you one-dimensional, but they can't take away everything. And again, I know Berwick, very special team uh, defensively, so that, that's a huge part of it. But tonight, Seals Grove offense is just going to have to gel. They're going to have to continue to get better. And if they want to get the win tonight, they're going to have to get better in the, in the offensive line to start it. Definitely keep an eye on all that as we move throughout the ball game here both teams have struggled to score early see if that's a big part of what happens here as well well this is, has been seals game day driven by sunbury motors with ford hyundai and lincoln's in the north fourth street auto plaza in sunbury and sunbury motors kia's routes 11 and 15 on the strip in hummel's wharf again both teams return to their teams getting ready to get this one underway, both teams sit at two and three. Seals Grove still two and one in conference play. They don't play back in the conference until next week when they take on the Shemokin Indians for the Lewis Sock Lancers, also sitting at two and three and still wide open in their conference as well. We have the national anthem here, and then we're going to get this one underway here from Lowell Sock Township. the lineups here first for the loyal sock lancers on offense chase cabin all quarterback in the backfield aiden geyer joe ross receiver along with dane armston the tight end or the other wide receiver excuse me is trophy he's one of the captains for the loyal sock lancers cross f offensive line hill scafe parlanti stewart and baron off across that offensive line with the tight end, Ben Robbins. For the Seals Grove Seals offensively, Danny Shock at quarterback. 814 yards, six touchdowns, six picks on the season for the freshman quarterback. In the backfield, Con and Schoen. The wide receivers and split in is Swineford, Nylon up front, Blaze Ziders, Thomas Everett, Michael Mall, Trey Bainey, and Garrett Benford with the tight end, Wyatt Metzger. Seals Grove will kick this one off to get things underway. It's a swim kick. It rolls inside the 25. Be picked up there at the 19-yard line. Joe Ross working to his left. Spins out of a tackle, back to his right, and then met right at the 20-yard line. And that's where the Lowell Sock Lancers will take over first down and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Look at defensively for the Seals Grove Seals. Across that defensive line, Ziders, Schoen, and Thomas. Linebackers, Kahn, Almit, Schaefer, Showers, and Bastion. 
the defensive back, Spence Swineford, with the lone interception of the season for the Seals. Dean Hollenbach and the safety is Hoover. Freshman, 5'7", 144 pounds for the Sealands Grove Seals. First down and 10. They'll actually mark it at the 19-yard line. As Loyalsock slowly comes up to the line of scrimmage, Chase Cavanaugh in the shotgun formation. One back in the backfield. Man going in motion. Takes the snap. Going right bit by a wall of offense or defense alignment for the Seals. Blaze Zider involved. That also Schaefer, 65, the linebacker, comes up and helps make the stop there. Schaefer's done a nice job. His linebacker position started season wearing 12, is now wearing 65. He's a junior, 6'1", 211 pounds on the season, 25 tackles, two sacks, and a tackle for loss. He's involved in that first stop for the Seals after one-yard pickup. Good penetration by the Seals there. They get in, wrap up, and almost a loss on the play. Chase Cavanaugh rolling to his left. He's a left-handed passer, gets rid of it. It's got a man, makes the catch at the 35-yard line, driven out of bounds by safety Hoover and by Kahn, making that catch was Aiden Geyer. He's a junior, making the catch and picking up the first first down of the night and the first first down, of course, then for the Lowell Sock Lancers. Uh, just a good play-action play, rolling out to his strong side, his left, places it over the shoulder. Perfect throw, good route. Seals Grove did close in fast, but not before giving up the big first down. And the backfield along with Cavanaugh here is number 22, Nick Barn. The pitch is going to go to Geyer. Makes a man miss in the backfield, but then met by defenders. Loss on the play. Ryan Allman, 51, involved in the stop there, playing that linebacker position, but also helped out. Looked like Thomas Everett also made penetration from his defensive tackle position. It'll be a loss of three possibly four it's going to be a second down and long for the lancers and first guy in there bastion almost made a big tackle for a huge loss he came flying through just missed but like you said a bunch of seals group seals able to come in and clean up and get that three yard loss shotgun for cavanaugh he's looking to his right getting some under some pressure runs away from the defender but gonna hit and go down maybe a yard pickup and that's gonna be it schaefer else involved in the stop there so good job defensively. It is now Loyal Sock will be faced with a third down. Call it about a third down and 13. Just underway. You're listening to Seals Grove football on WEGH Northumberland, Seals Grove. So far, Seals Grove's having no issue getting in the backfield, disrupting things. That time, Schaefer laying a big hit, a crushing, bone-rattling hit. A couple other Seals came in and finished up. So far in the game, eight Seals have recorded a tackle. And looking for a big play here. Third down and long. Cavanaugh drops back under pressure. Throws the screen to Geyer. He's got some room off to his right. Well short of a first down as he's not able to get to the 45-yard line. Good pursuit that time defensively by the Seals Grove Seals. It'll set up like fourth down. There is a flag on the play as the officials will talk this one over. Well short of a first down, but he is asking for Joe Kahn, the captain, to come and chit-chat, which makes you believe it is against the Little Sock Lancers. And with it being well short of a first down, you think they decline this and force Little Sock to have to punt it away, and that's what they're going to do. Well, I'm not quite sure what the penalty was there yet. We didn't get a signal, but Seals are hitting hard right now. They're going out there. Every one of these tackles, they're coming in. They're making those punishing blows. Those will wear down an offense and a team as the game goes on. So they keep, they're keep they coming out here hyped right now, uh, coming out ready to, to punish some guys if they want to carry the ball. Gavin Carroll, number 77 on the defensive end position, opposite of Blaze Ziders. Dropping back will be shown and 
Khan standing inside their own 20-yard line, looking to get the first offensive possession of the night for the Seals Grove Seals after a good defensive stop. Officials getting the clock right here. That's a delay in this before Losak will punt this one away. Seals going to try to set up a good return here. Get some good field position. Good snap to the punter. Gets it away. Geyer line drive kicks. Going to bounce. Schoen's going to take it at the 18. Works to his left. Dragging the defender. But it's going to be tackled at the 25-yard line. Good coverage that time by Williams. 5'7", 135-pound on the punt cover team to take Schoen down. Seals Grove take over first down to 10 from their own 24-yard line. Take a look offensively for the Seals. Danny Schock, 6'3". 186-pound freshman, 64 for 103 on the season, 814 yards, six touchdowns, six picks on the season. In the backfield will be Kahn and Schoen, the receivers, Swineford and Dylan. Ziders, Thomas, Maul, Bainey, and Bentford across the offensive line. Tight end is Metzger. Shotgun for shot. Gives it to Kahn. Works to his left. Try to drag a defender, then hit with multiple defenders as he gets to the 26-yard line. So a pickup of two by Joe Kahn. But that's going to be it. It'll be a second down and eight for the Seals Grove Seals. Defensively for Loyal Sock, Prima, Holler, and Parlente, along with Barron on that defensive line. Geyer, Holler, Holler, excuse me, Myers, the linebackers in the defensive backfield. Ross, Brown, Armson, and the safety is Cavanaugh. Second down and eight for the Seals. Their first offensive possession. No score between the Lancers and the Seals. Quick throw this time out to Nyland. Makes a catch. Makes a man miss. Who recovers? That's Geyer who's able to make the recovery and get Nyland down. It's going to be a loss on the play after the quick throw from Shock to Nyland. Yeah, Nyland just lost his footing a little bit there. Made a nice move. Actually got the guy to crumble and fall over because his foot slipped. He wasn't able to get forward. And give Loyal Sock credit there. A lot of guys on quick pursuit to get there and get Nyland on that slip up. Eli Holler, the linebacker, the senior, was there involved in the stop for the Loyal Sock Lancers. So Seals Grove faces a third down and long as the ball sits inside their own 25-yard line. Shot gets the snap, drops back, plenty of time, looking on the slants. Got Nyland, makes the catch, makes a man miss, dives forward to the 31-yard line, short of a first down. And it'll be a punting situation for the Seals after their first offensive possession. So the game stands at 0-0. Both teams with one offensive possession. Both defenses forcing a three and out. Yeah, that time fine. Nyland going across the middle. Nice delivered pass. The problem is Nyland had to do three yards after the catch to even get within two of the first down. So a short route, not close to the first down marker. It is a completion, something positive, though. Metzger will punt this one away, averaging 34 yards a punt. This goes to Ross. The athlete catches it over his head, trying to get to the left sideline. Being chased by Swineford, gets to him and takes him down on good coverage as Ross takes it to the 42-yard line, maybe mark it at the 43. First down at 10. Little Sock will take over first down. Their second possession of the night. Cavanaugh will get the final. Final directions from the sideline before he jogs out to his offensive teammates. No score. 7.27 to go in the opening quarter. Cavanaugh walks up. He'll be in the shotgun formation. Geyer to the left of him. 
Seals Grove in their traditional 3-5 defense. Geyer's going to get the call. Going left. Ball's on the turf. Rolling around. White shirts. Swiper's going to pick it up. That's a 30. 20, 20, 15, 10-5. Touchdown. Seals Grove Seals. We talked about the big hits on the last defensive part for the Seals. They come in again on the first play of this drive and knock the ball loose. Swiper with the presence of mind picks it up and finds the end zone. First defensive touchdown of the year. So Swiper has the lone interception on this season. Now he has a fumble recovery for a touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals to put them up 6-0 here early in the ballgame with 7-17 to go in the opening quarter. There is a flag on the play. Unsportsmanlike conduct will go against the Sealands Grove Seals. It was after the touchdown. Remember, a week ago, we had a would-be fumble recovery for a touchdown by the Berwick Bulldogs called back when a Berwick return man was called for unsportsmanlike, said he celebrated before he got into the end zone. So this isn't the case here. The touchdown will stand, and it will be tacked on on the kickoff. But Swiveford picks it up and is able to scoot it in for the defensive touchdown. As you said, Ryan, the first defensive touchdown all season for the Seals. Grove Seals couldn't come at a better time. And I'm not sure who forced the fumble there. I want to say it was Ziders. He was seen to be the first guy to the ball. You also had Nate Schoen blowing through and uh, Everett in there as well. So one of those things where you just had a bunch of Seals Grove guys flying to the ball. What was crazy is it was sitting there. I don't think anyone even knew it. And a loyal side guy kicked it with his heel got a good kick on it it went like 11 yards right to swineford all by himself that was a good call by swineford to try and pick that up because he didn't really have anyone around him jumping on it he didn't need to do it. he had time to get uh, possession of the ball and take it into the end zone just a uh, little bit of lady luck on the bounce there for the seals but we'll take it that was a flag before the extra point try here teams to struggle with penalties both teams a week ago did seals grove did a week priors that against the Chickalemi Braves and when you look across the board even in the game last week that Loyal Sock had with Montoursville a lot of penalties called on both sides of the ball and Seals Grove has a penalty here before we get the extra point tried by Kyle Roll he's been perfect on the season 12 for 12 and looks to make it 13 for 13 off the Brett fold four hold the kick is up the kick splits the uprights and good so the quiet crowd here on the near side, and things have changed very quickly for the Seals Grove Seals. As now there's another penalty, a false start, going to go against Seals Grove before the extra point. So we're going to have to walk this one off, and we'll try it again. Talk about smoothness of a game and the rhythm of a game. And boy, even though Seals Grove able to pick it up and take it in for the score. They've had two penalties on this extra point. Now it's going to be moved back for a 30-yard extra point try by Kyra Roll. Christian Cancel snap it. Brett Four will hold it. Snap's good. The hold's good. Plenty of distance up, and it is good. So Seals Grove takes the early lead, leading 7-0 over the Loyal Sock Lancers. And, Ryan, you know as well as anybody when you're dealing with young athletes or going through the struggles, Connor Watkins gets hurt. You're thinking, oh, boy, there goes our season. You're trying to rally the troops and say, hey, we got a lot of football to play. Still got half the season to go. But you can kind of see the body language of Loyal Sock walking to the side after that fumble. Pick up by the Seals. They take it in for the score. So this coach... And Stafford Lowell is going to have to really do a nice job to keep the 
to keep the momentum up for Loyal Sox. Well, I think, too, there's a little bit of shock here because Seals Grove has come out, and they're, I'm telling you, they're laying big hits. You can see it out there. You know, maybe, you know, just thinking here, Loyal Sox, wow, they're really coming at us. I mean, the, they're throwing the first punch, and it's heavy. So we'll see how that plays out. Maybe they're a little shocked by the physicality of the game. Maybe they haven't played a game yet this year where they have the type of uh, the style of football that Seals Grove plays. They're downhill defensive team. They come hard. And uh, they knocked the ball free already. What is it, eight forced fumbles, nine forced fumbles this year for Seals Grove? They've been getting that ball out and on the ground, and it's because of the physicality that they play with. On the other side, this is great for the Seals Grove offense. Talk, it's, it's like it's like in baseball, you know, you got a really good pitcher. It takes, takes a lot of pressure off your offense. Here your defense comes out and gets you some points. It's taking a lot of pressure off the offense there. Maybe gel, relax. It's a great situation for the Seals. Kickoff goes away to Ross. He gets it at the 28-yard line, trying to go from right to left to get to the sideline. Showing some speed. Khan Swiferd in on the stop, and he's going to go out of bounds. Good field position, though. After the return by Rawls, as he's able to take it out beyond the 45-yard line, out to the 46-yard line. And, Ryan, to to go along with your point, Seals Grove only averaging 1.4 points in the first quarter all season long. So it gets an early score is ginormous for this offense, even though it was from the defensive side. But, like you said, it creates some comfort from the offensive side that maybe you can do a little more with a seven-point lead. First down and 10 for Loyal Sock. They have it at their own 46-yard line, down 7-0 with 7.08 to go in the first quarter. Cavanaugh gets rid of it. Ross makes the catch as Swyford was trying to get in for the deflection and maybe the pick, but Ross makes the catch. Short pickup of two, and it's going to be a second down and eight for Loyal Sock. Swyford all over that. He, he read it perfectly, made a good cut, actually got a hand on the ball. Give credit to Ross, strong hands there to hang on to it. But Swineford going for the ball and wrapping up with the other arm, a good tackle, limiting the yardage. Blitz being shown by Seals Grove. Second down and long for Loyalstock, trailing 7-0. Ross goes in motion. Kavanaugh looking that way, gets it to Ross at midfield. Make a move at the Seals Grove 46, but... Good tackle on the far side. Is that Josh Nyland making the stop? Teague Hoover. Teague Hoover Teague comes Hoover. up the freshman all over. Ross, as he made the catch, and boy, Ryan, looked like he had some room up there, but we've enjoyed watching this freshman play safety and what pursuit he made from his safety position. Yeah, just to break down the athlete and Ross, and that's what he did, and then grabbed low, hung on, and Nate Schoen came in and helped finish him off. And it's forcing now a third and a long one or a short two here. See if we can get a stop, probably be a punting situation for for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Ross will split far to the left. Cavanaugh under center this time. One back behind him. That back is going to get the call. It's going to get a first down. So he takes it inside of the 45-yard line. On the carry that time was number 22, Nick Barron, as he's able to pick up the first down for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Short of the 40-yard line. Looks like they'll mark it closer to the 42-yard in Seals Grove territory. First down and 10 for Loyal Sock. Well, Seals Grove blitzed every gap there except for one, and that's the one that Loyal Sock called for their run play. So a little bit of luck there. Give a good heads up to Nate. Uh, yeah, Nate. Ryan Amit for the tackle. He's got four already in this game. Chase Cavanaugh dropping back. Look at deep down the right sideline. He's got a man beyond the defense. He's going to make the catch and fall to the turf at the Seals Grove 15-yard line. Cavanaugh, the left-handed quarterback, able to drop that one in beautifully. Good catch. Number 18 makes the reception for the Little Sock Lancers, and that's Chofi for the first down at the 15-yard line. Yeah, cornerback just got beat there. Got beat. Guy got behind him. 
good throw. If it would have been a better throw, that was a touchdown. Hung up in the air a little bit. But that's a good athlete there for Loyal Sock. you got to know where he's at at all times. Looking for that bend but not break from the Seals defense. Cavanaugh turns, gives it to the lone back in the backfield, gets inside the 15 down to about the 12-yard line. Barone able to pick up some positive yards here. So now Loyal Sock showing some momentum shift to their side after they watched Seals Grove score the lone touchdown on the night. Seals Grove leading 7-0 with 4.45 to go in the opening quarter. Ryan Ahmed again flying to the ball. He had a big game last week already tonight with five tackles. Also bashing in on that tackle with him. Barone alone back in the backfield with Cavanaugh. Takes the snap. Cavanaugh rolling to his right. Got a man wide open. Makes the catch at the 10. At the 5. They're going to stop him at the one-yard line, but it's going to be enough for a first down for the Lowell Sock Lancers. Making the catch for Lowell Sock. Number 10 was able to make the reception and take it close to the goal line. Yeah, just a lot of uh, play action, misdirection there in that play. Seals Grove was guessing a lot there, and he found the open man. Good yards after the catch as well, but hustle there by Swineford, and I believe that was Hoover getting over there and making the tackle one yard short. Eli Holler won the reception to the one-yard line for Loyal Sock. Cavanaugh's going to keep it. Try to get to the goal line. Did he get in? No call yet from the officials on the goal line. I don't think he did. Now they come in and say it's a touchdown for the Lowell Sock Lancers. I don't think he got in there. I was watching through my binoculars. He hit the back of his center and just kind of dropped like his feet went out. I didn't think that ball crossed. I mean, they didn't get a signal right away, so you know the officials are going over to see where the ball's laying when the pile clears up. That's not how it works. Where the where the ball's at when your knee hits is where it's down. But that's a tough call there, but Loyal Sock answering the Seals Group defense with touchdown there with a drive on their own. So, Pending the PAT here, we're going to have ourselves a tie ball game. The extra point try will be by Dietrich, 14 for 15 on PATs on the season. We'll try to tie this one up. Plenty of distance, up and good. So as you said, Ryan, what an answer by this little Sock Lancers. We talked about how they look deflated after that fumble recovery by Swineford. But, boy, what a nice job taking it back down the field and getting points on the board to tie this one up. And they do it with a seven-play drive covering 54 yards. Took three minutes and three seconds. Cavanaugh, the sophomore quarterback, takes it in from one yard out for the touchdown for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Extra point good. We're all knotted up. 7-7. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. You know, Pat, we were talking about Kavanaugh stepping in here for the injured quarterback and, and saying, is he going to get better week in, week out? What can he produce? Well, tonight, 6 for 6, 71 yards. So he is playing pretty well for the Lancers. And that's coming off performance last week against the Montoursville Warriors, was where he was just 10 for 20 for 97 yards, had two picks and a touchdown. So showing some... Some improvements from your quarterback position, and that's what Derek Hicks talked about, head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, regarding how the improvement shows with this young quarterback. Now the Seals Grove Seals will look to get it back here and do what we talk about all the time, right? Answering the opponent touchdown, and Lois just did that. Now it's time for Seals Grove to try to do it on the offensive side. And remember, their only touchdown coming on a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Schoen's going to take it at the five. He's at the 10, being chased from behind to the 15, and he's going to be upended as he crosses the 20 out to the 22-yard line, and that's where Seals Grove will take over first down and 10 as they look at the scoreboard and see with 3.59 to go in the opening quarter, all knotted up at 7-7. 
following the Cavanaugh one-yard touchdown run. And what a drive it was to be able to take it on a seven-play drive for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Christian Kant, number four, into the game for the Seals. Also, Josh Nyland, the other receiver, as Shock looks to the sidelines, gets a last-minute call, and then going to send his troops up to the line of scrimmage. First down and 10 at the at their own 22-yard line after the return by Schoen. Can't split far to the right. Two wide receivers to the left. Con the lone back in the backfield. He's going to get the call. He's up to the second level. Into the secondary. He's going to have a first down as he crosses the 33-yard line. Close to the 34-yard line goes Joe Con, the senior receiver. What over 1,000 a year ago has been tough going this year but he gets a nice burst there for a first down well that was a two tight end set there getting good blocking there from both bastion and uh, on the near side here was metzger on the big guy bima doing a good job as well first down and 10 for the seals all knotted up 7 7 337 to go in the opening quarter khan's going to get the call again met by Loyal Sock defense and going to go down quickly on the stop that time, number 56, Barron. It's just too much there in the backfield. There's a hesitation there, a little bit of dancing, and this is a big, fast uh, defensive line for Loyal Sock. So if you're going to hang out there and, and, and take time to make a decision, they're going to get to you eventually. And that's just what happened there, just really slow development for Seals Grove running game in the backfield that time. Barone able to get in there and disrupt any opportunity for the running game that time for the Lowell Sock Lancers. So second down and 11 for the Seals. Shot gets the snap. Rolling out to his right. Looking. Get rid of it. Breaking on the play was the defender. Did he get there? Is that Ross get the interception? And he does. His second interception of the night. The intended receiver looked to be Kants, but the athlete made the break. He got the interception. Give the ball back to the Lowell Sock Lancers. That's a timing route there. That's one you know he's coming out of the break. You need to deliver it. The break was already made by the Seals Grove receiver before uh, Danny Shock threw the ball, and the athlete Ross just jumped right in front of it. That's one of them you just got to trust in your receiver that he's going to come back to it. You throw it to a spot with the timing, but not the case there. Or if you don't like it, you pump fake on it, and then you, and you send the receiver upfield. So... That was just a forced throw there that was well covered, and Lancers jumped all over it. So first down and 10 for the Lancers at the Seals Grove 41-yard line. Game tied 7-7 with 2.48 to go in the opening quarter. Handoff goes to the lone back of the backfield. Short pickup, maybe a half yard, and that's going to be it. Barone on the carry. They'll, they'll give him a half yard. It'll be a second down and a long nine for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Wide receivers to each side. Cavanaugh in the shotgun formation. Barone, the lone back of the backfield. Cavanaugh looking to throw, though. Deep down the right sideline again. Going up, trying to make the catch. Almost intercepted. Was it, was it caught? And it was an athletic play. Down the right sideline again as Cavanaugh throws a pass. The athlete went up and made the catch for the Loyal Sock at the Seals Grove 15-yard line. Yeah, just a size difference there. Nyland just couldn't get up as high as the receiver there. Good coverage. He was tight on the guy. But what a catch. What a juggle there. It was batted around a few times and coming down with that ball and tough coverage there. That was a great catch for Loyal Sock. Chofi makes the catch, the senior wide receiver. Good size at 6'3", goes up and makes the catch. First down for Loyal Sock. Geyer gets the call off the right side. Picks up a yard. Maybe that's it. 
the left side of that defense. See Micaiah Showers and also Ryan Allman in on the stop for the Seals Grove Seals after the one-yard pickup. It'll be a second down and nine. The ball sits at Seals Grove 14-yard line. Game's knotted up 7-7 with 139 to go in the opening quarter. Look at scoring for the Lowell Sock Lancers. They only averaged four points all season long in the first quarter. So an explosive first quarter for both teams to be able to get seven on the board. Now Lowell Sock looking to add to it deep in Seals Grove territory. Second down and nine. Cavanaugh drops back again. Gets a pressure. Going to take off with it. Showing some speed. Met at the 10-yard line. Slammed to the turf by Schoen. But they're going to mark it down close to the five-yard line. Nope, back at the seven-yard line. Short of a first down, it'll be a third down and short for Loyal Sock. And that's a wrestling tackle there, man. That's Nate Schoen with strong wrestling hands just grabbing him and whipping him to the ground. I was surprised to see him pop up that quick because that was one where he landed on his back and his head jerked back and hit the ground. But Kavanaugh showing some toughness there. Got right up. And Loyal Sock in position here as it's third down and two at the seven-yard line. Under centers, Kavanaugh's going to give it to Barone. Nothing there off the right side. And again, Schaefer in on the stop. Now it's worth mentioning. It's fourth down. Loyal Sock has not made a field goal all season, has not made a field goal according to Max Preps that I looked at since 2014. But they are going to attempt a field goal here. It's Dietrich. And they'll put the ball down at the 15-yard line. So a 25-yard field goal attempt by the Loyal Sock Lancers to try to take the lead here over Seals Grove. Only nine seconds to go here in the first quarter. But Dietrich will look to give Loyal Sock the lead off the Kavanaugh hole. The kick is up. Plenty of distance. They get through, and it's no good. So the drought continues for the Loyal Sock Lancers as the Seals Grove Seals dodge a bullet there. That's a bend but not break, as we always mention, by the Seals Grove defense. And, Ryan, you got to give credit to what Lowell Sox been able to do, try to take advantage of the interception. They got it downfield, and one thing they're exploiting is the corner on the left side. And with that kick, that ended the first quarter. Seals Grove dodges the bullet. Missed field goal by Lowell Sox, looking to put them up 10-7, but it's no good. So we stand at 7-7. This is Seals Grove Seals football, presented by Seals Grove Ford. On Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. This is Eagle 107. Welcome back to Ken Robbins Stadium here on the campus of Loyal Sock Township. All knotted up 7-7. Get ready to move into the second quarter. And Ryan and I chit-chatting during that timeout about the Smokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And at this point, the candidate would be the missed field goal by Dietrich that leaves this game all knotted up at 7-7. At the end of the broadcast, during our postgame show, we'll announce the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Looking at the first quarter numbers, Seals Grove 19 yards, Lowell Sock 116. One first down for the Seals, five first downs for the Lowell Sock Lancers. Cavanaugh 7-for-7 seven for, seven for 97 yards. Handoff's going to go to show, excuse me, to Khan. Khan crosses 
the 23-yard line, close to the 24-yard line. So a quick burst that time by the Seals Grove Seals on that first down play. So it'll set up a second down in, we'll call it about six. We just moved into the second quarter. Again, the scoring so far, Swiefer scooped up a fumble by Lewisock. It took it 32 yards for the touchdown. And Lowellsock came back on a seven-play drive to tie it up at 7-7 on a one-yard run by sophomore quarterback Chase Cavanaugh. Going in motion is Nyland. He's going to get the call. Use the speed to get to the right side. Underneath the defender, still going close to the march. Got a first down as he spins beyond the 30-yard line, out to the 32-yard line. Brima involved in on the stop there from his defensive line position. Good pursuit by the defender for the Lowell Sock Lancers, but it comes after a first down pickup by the Seals Grove Seals. Uh, real nice play there too by Nyland on the on the on the reverse sweep there, and I liked what I saw Nyland making a guy miss and then exploding because he was far from that first down marker at first contact, but he made a move, he showed his speed, and picked up big yards. Cavanaugh has 97 yards already in that first quarter. That's what he had all game long a week ago against Montoursville. This is going to go to Khan off the right side, making a man miss. Does his traditional, his patented spin move to fall over the 35-yard line to the 36-yard line. So it's going to be a second down, and we'll call it about 6. 10.40 to go in the opening half. Seals Grove, Little Sock knotted up at 7-7. Little Sock getting the most of it on the offensive side, but Seals Grove trying to put a drive here together. It's going to be a second down and six. They already have one first down in this possession. Looking to get another one here to move those chains. Shock takes the snap. Draws back. Under pressure. Gets rid of it. Nylon makes the catch. It's going to be caught from behind by Geyer. Falls to the 45-yard line. Enough for a first down. So two touches for Nylon. Two first downs for the Seals. Oh, and Danny Shock took a hit. And he came from Bima, man. The guy came right off the edge. The pit commit, and Danny knew he was going to take a hit. He delivered a beautiful throw to Nyland, and then he got annihilated. But he got right back up over to get the play call, showing some toughness out of the freshman. So he gives out the final instructions as his offensive line jogs up to the line of scrimmage. Two wide receivers to the left. That's Swineford and Nyland in the slot. One wide receiver to the right. A high snap, snap to shot. Gives it to Cod. Breaks out of a tackle. Got to get to the edge. Looking for a block from his freshman quarterback. Unable to get that block. Will pick up a couple yards on the stop that time. Number 18, Trophy for the Lowell Sock Lancers. They'll give him about two yards, maybe three. So making something out of nothing. The senior running back to make it a second down and seven. The ball sits at the Seals Grove 48-yard line. Khan's been getting the workload on first down. He does it again there, and he's been getting two, three, four yards on each carry. Not big plays, but, boy, do they set up a lot of other things for the Seals offense. So a second down and seven for Seals Grove. Two wide receivers again split to the left. Shot gets the snap. Under some pressure. Over the middle. He's got Nyland again. Makes the catch. First down to the 40. 35, knocked out of bounds inside the 35-yard line in Loyal Sock territory. So nice pick up that time by Seals Grove once again, and they're looking to take advantage of the missed field goal at the end of that first quarter, and they've turned it into a real nice possession. It looks like the freshman's starting to get comfortable and finding his main target on the night so far has been Josh Nyland. Three touches, 
three first downs for the junior receiver. Six straight plays of positive yards for Seals Grove. That's so important, and they're getting a little bit done now with the passing game, and they're finding Nyland. A little bit of high pass there, but Nyland goes up, makes a great snag out of the air. Shotgun to shotgun again. Two wide receivers split to the left. It's going to be a keeper by Shock. Off the right side, runs into a defender, knocks the defender back. And is there a ball loose? There's some scrambling going on. What's going to be the call here as he got inside the 30-yard line to the 29-yard line, and then a loyal sock lancer defender picked it up, started going the opposite direction, and they're going to call it a fumble. Ah, come Get on. Get the ball back to the loyal sock lancer. Second turnover of the night. For the Sealers Grove offense. Oh, they're still talking about it. He was down. I mean, the play was done and over, and then all of a sudden you got a couple guys reacting. Even the officials didn't know what to call there. I, I don't know how you say that's all of a sudden a fumble if you don't come in emphatically and say, you know, loose ball, loose ball. They were not sure. I, I don't see how you make that call there, but that's tough there. Danny Shock with the fumble. He went off the right side. He got inside the 30-yard line. And hit a defender, looked like he had the most of it, and all of a sudden there was a scramble for it. Like you said, Ryan, whether he was down or not is hard to know, but the final call is turnover, and it'll go back to Loyal Sock. Game knotted up at 7 7, 8.46 to go here in the half. Quick throw for Cavanaugh. Wide open is Holler. Makes a catch. Going to take it beyond the 30 to the, or the 40 to the 41 yard line short of a first down hoover will make the tackle from his safety position but it's going to be a pickup of eight it'll be a second down and two well that underneath crossing route there loyal sock has hit a couple times it's the tight end there somebody's got to pick him up a couple times he's gotten free now with no linebacker on him in coverage second down and short for loyal sock shotgun formation for Cavanaugh. Looks to the sideline, getting some instructions from his coaching staff before this play is underway. Cavanaugh drops back. Left-handed thrower down the left sideline. Throwing it up there for his athletic receiver. Going to make another catch, and that's going to be on Dean Hollenbach. Number 18 making the catch, and that's Chofi for another big play from the passing department for the Lozak Lancers. Hey, you got to knock the ball down to smaller cornerbacks right now for Seals Grove trying to snag the interceptions. You're not going to do it with six foot two and six foot three receivers. Just get a hand up, swipe that ball down out of the play. Because there's been three catches now that should have been knocked down that Loyal Sock has came up with all of them big plays. As Chase Cavanaugh looking for Ross on the slant, unable to make the connection, defended well out there, but looked like Cavanaugh had Ross. He had him on the slant. Yeah, he had him on on the slant. Uh, Pressure did get to him. Kavanaugh had to throw a little early. You could see he couldn't follow through with his throw either because of the pressure. But Ross was open across the middle. If he catches that with the speed we see he has, he might have got into the end zone. So second down and 10 for the Loyal Sock Lancers trying to take advantage of the fumble by the Seals Grove offense. They have an interception here in the first half and a fumble. Kavanaugh's first uh, incompletion, Pat, in the game. He's done very well here in the first half. He drops back again under some heavy pressure. He's going to run to his right. Still looking to throw it. Gets rid of it. Got a man. Makes the catch here on the near side. Left-handed passer making a throw across his body. He's able to make the connection to number 13, and that's Brock Brown making the reception and a first down for Loyal Sox. Seals are really struggling right now in coverage. Guys are just getting wide open separation down the field, short routes, hitting to the sideline, even across the middle. Receivers running free right now. Going to have to tighten up that coverage, or Loyal Sox just going to play pitch and catch all game long. 
Timeout on the field. We'll take one with them to send it back to Sean. Some updated scores on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Sean, here we have 7-7 game with 7.37 to go here in the first half. All right, Pat and Ryan, thanks very much. Appreciate that. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard currently on News Radio 1070 WKOK Central Mountain and Shikolami. They are scoreless. On 100.9, the Valley Lewisburg is leading Bloomsburg 12 to nothing. That game being played at Bloomsburg University. Max Moyers with two touchdowns already and over 60 yards on the ground. Second quarter, battle of undefeated teams. Canton and Muncie, they are scoreless. First quarter, Halifax 7, Tri-Valley 6. Second quarter, Central Columbia and Danville, they're tied 7-7. Second quarter, Mount Carmel shutting out Mifflinburg 20 to nothing. And late first quarter, Jersey Shore is shutting out Shemokin 15 to nothing. First quarter score, Southern Columbia 14, South Williamsport 6. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Loyal Sock for Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt, guys. Thank you, Sean. So back in play here, following the timeout taken by Coach Derek Hicks, wanting to slow this thing down here, regroup some. Kavanaugh will bring his offensive troop out, first down and 10 at the 22-yard line. He's looking deep to the left, to the sideline, defended well out there, flag on the play. The catch is made, touchdown for the Lowell Sock Lancers. It's going to be a defensive pass interference. Hombach was all over him, hands all over him. Didn't get his head back to see the ball. And right now, it's just, they're just saying, hey, we got bigger athletes on the outside edges here. We'll throw the ball up and play pitch and catch. The Seals are going to have to maybe do some overtop help because this one-on-one now is not working. Loyal Sox just throwing the ball downfield at will. Kavanaugh having a career night for the Loyal Sox Lancers as officials continue to chit-chat. Now they're saying offensive pass interference to the dismay of the crowd here on the near side. And just in shock are the Loyal Sock Lancers waiting for the official call. I don't know if we got it, but they're walking this one back, Ryan. And it is going to be an offensive pass interference. No one is a bigger Seals Grove fan than me. But I can tell you, I watched that play in my binoculars. There was nothing offensive about that. I, I thought the coverage was tight, just more size. And the athlete, and the bigger athlete went up and made a nice catch. I, I'm very surprised, but listen, we'll take it. <laughs> We've had them go in, in the, the wrong direction for us. We'll take one in the good direction as well. We talk about candidates for Schmoke at M Health Center backbreaker plays of the game, a offensive pass interference in the end zone on a parent touchdown reception by Loyal Sock. It is a candidate for the Schmoke at M Health Center backbreaker play of the game because now Loyal Sock's outside the, the Seals Grove 30-yard line. They need to get inside the 10 for a first down. Kavanaugh, quick throw this time out. Now it's a little pitch to Geyer after making the reception. Number 18 made the reception for Loyal Sock, and that's Chofi, and then pitched it to Geyer. There's a flag on the far side as well. So the officials are going to continue to have to chit. That's going to be unsportsmanlike on Seals Group. It's definitely going to be. Well, while they talk that out, the Philadelphia Eagles visit Tennessee Sunday afternoon. The pregame show starts a new kickoff with Merle Reese and Mike Quick. And it's at 1 o'clock on Eagle 107. Also, Monday Night Football on WKOK will bring you Kansas City traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. Monday Night Football pregame starts at 7.30 on News Radio 1070 WKOK, your home for prime time NFL football. Well, they're saying targeting helmet to helmet, I guess. Well, it's going to walk the ball. It was a late the hit. 15 yard line. It, it was late absolutely hit. late. Okay. I mean, the guy came in late. That's why I thought you were going to get. But they're, they're pointing helmet to helmet. So now they have it 
set up as a first down and eight for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Again, Loyal Sock trying to overcome a pass interference, offensive pass interference on an apparent touchdown by Loyal Sock. Give them credit. They're trying to put this one in the end zone. Now it's going to be a timeout taken by the Loyal Sock Lancers. Coach Van Fleet walks out and wants to take this timeout. Ryan, both these teams, these coaches staff, have dealt with success over the last five-plus years. We already talked about it in our pregame as Loyal Sock is averaging over eight wins a game to just four losses. That eight wins a year ago, District 4 AAA champs for the Lancers. Seals Grove a year ago. 11-3, made it to the state semis and lost 33-32 to Bethlehem Catholic in that game. Seals Grove averaging in those last five years 9.2 wins per game. So both teams have experienced a lot of wins. But, boy, when you want to experience a lot of wins, you can't have a lot of mistakes. You can't have yourself uh, negating touchdowns. And then at Seals Grove, when it looked like Lowell Sock was going to be in a very difficult situation to try to get a first down, then they have a roughing where unsportsmanlike it gives Lowell Sock life now. First down and eight, and they have it at the Seals Grove 15-yard line. Yeah, just a really bad penalty for Seals Grove. You know, you got the offensive uh, pass interference that really pushed Loyal Sock back, and then you just gifted them a first down with the late hit helmet to helmet. Tied up 7-7 with 7.14 to go in the first half. Cavanaugh rolling to his right, left-handed passer. Able to get away. Nope, looked like he was going to get away from Nate Schoen. Unable to. Schoen makes a tackle all the way back at the 20-yard line as Nate Schoen gets the stop there in a five-yard loss. Uh, And Nate Schoen missed originally as he was going in, but reached back, showing strength in his hands and grabbed the heel and tripped up Cavanaugh for the sack. So it's a big play from Nate Schoen. His fourth tackle for loss on the season for Nate Schoen. And he comes at a big time. Second down and 12 for Loyal Sock at the 20-yard line. Cavanaugh looking deep down the right sideline for Ross in the end zone. And they're going to say no good. Ross was out of bounds on the reception. That was defended well. But, again, your athlete Ross did everything he could. He made the catch, unable to get his feet down. That's huge. I mean, you can see they're just throwing it up. They're going to throw it up in the air and let these taller athletes go up and make plays. That time the pass was a little too far out of bounds. But Seals Grove, you know, other than Swineford, a lot smaller at the cornerback position. And Loyal Sox just putting tall guy after tall guy out there at receiver. Dare kicks talked about getting pressure on this young quarterback. They've been not able been able to do that. And Cavanaugh's had a big first half for Loyal Sock. Drops back again. Looking over the middle. It's going to be intercepted by Nyland. He's got green grass in front of him with blockers. Up the right sideline. He's going to be into Loyal Sock territory at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Their second defensive touchdown of the night. That's a big play from Nyland. He's a big playmaker. Taking it the distance. Great pick six for Seals Grove. And you said it. Their second defensive TD of the night. 95-yard interception return by your junior defensive back. And, boy, he had blockers in front of him. The only thing I was worried about, some kind of block in the back or some ill-advised contact with a Loyal Sock defender on the return but nothing happened 95 yard touchdown return by nyland and pay attention to 57 bima he's the pittsburgh commit a big kid out there big athlete nate Schoen just lit him up there he didn't see it coming 
and Nate Schoen hit him so hard, lifted him off his feet and put him on his back. He was a little slow to get up, definitely uh, walking a little uh, gingerly back here to this play. So Rule will attempt the extra point here to try to push the lead to 14-7. to Kick is up, and the kick is good. But they call defensive offsides before the kick was away, so we'll have to reset and do it here. Again, 95-yard interception return by Josh Nyland. So the two touchdowns by Seals Grove here tonight have come from the defensive side. The first defensive touchdowns for Seals Grove here in 2018. And, boy, back-to-back touchdowns for Seals Grove come on defensive side of the ball. So following the penalty, Rule will tap the extra point again. Christian canceled through the snapping, four with the hold. The kick is up, plenty of distance, splits the upright, and good. So sometimes, Ryan, you got to rely on the defense. This defense played out of their mind a week ago against a very good Berwick Bulldog team. They did lose 21-7, to but the momentum was there for the Seals Grove defense. And, boy, what a big play that is at the goal line. Nyland was there made the interception, and turns it into a return for a touchdown. And what a crazy, like, uh, event there from the fumble uh, for on Shock to Loyal Sock Gannett going down the field. Looked like a beautiful touchdown catch. Got Then it got negated because they had offensive pass interference. Seals Griff looks like they, you know, escaped something there. Got Loyal Sock really far back because of the penalty. And then they get done sportsmanlike, which gives Loyal Sock an automatic first down. They're inside the 10-yard line, and boom, they throw a pick six. I mean, it's like neither team wants to win this game with some of these decisions. Uh, but Nyland does want to win this game, and he steps in and gets that big pick six, 95 yards. The senior stepping up. And we talked about coming in and only had one interception all season for Sealands Grove. They get their second interception, as you mentioned, Ryan. What a big time to get it for the 95-yard interception return by Nyland. Rule kicks this little way. It's going to be a short kick. Take it off the turf by the return man at the 25-yard line. Gets just short of the 30, so about the 29-yard line. And Loyal Sock will take over first down and 10 after seeing Chase Cavanaugh, who's had a big first half. He just had his first completion of the night, and now he throws an interception return for the 95-yard touchdown return. And Zealand's Grove able to retake the lead and leading 14 to 7. Yeah, his pick six throw there was really bad. It didn't have a tight spiral. It was way behind the receiver. It was a super easy catch for Nyland. Nyland did all the moves though after the catch and got and got the touchdown. I think Loyal Sock did he just run over for oh, I thought their coach was trying to call a timeout there. Well they'll have it at their own 29 yard line, trailing 14-7. Raw split far to the right. One wide receiver far to the left. Make it far to the left with Chase Cavanaugh going to give it to Geyer. Second level, still running, spins, falls. It gets out to the 35-yard line, a pickup close to six on the run that time for Geyer. Geyer coming into tonight, 208 yards, a touchdown on 52 carries. So not a very productive season for Geyer, but he's able to get six there, make it a Second down and a long four for Loyal Sock. Cavanaugh gets the snap, drops back under some pressure. Now going to take off with it, gets away from a defender. Got a first down as he crosses the 40 to the 41-yard line. Is that Blaze Zyder's coming back and making the stop, trying to get a number there? 
It looks like it was Blaze Zider from his defense end position, but Kavanaugh tucks it away, runs, picks up a big first down for the Lancers. Yeah, it's a shame. Castillo's group did a great job getting pressure, especially on the outside edge, but it was heads up by Kavanaugh, the QB, to see that crease and get away from the pressure and pick up the first down. So first down and 10. Kavanaugh under heavy pressure, and he's going to go down quickly. First guy in there was Schaefer. He's had a nice night. He gets in there like a rocket. He may not get credit for the sack as he got help from his defenders, but our stat man said, absolutely, we're going to get full credit to Schaefer because he did hit him. Schaefer stumbled, and his knee hit the ground before help came. What a play. And I think you're going to see in the film when Schaefer came through and hit him, and actually the ball came loose, and the QB went down to get the ball and put his knee down. So it would be a sack there and even a forced fumble with no recovery. So loss on the play of almost six for Loyal Sock. Kavanaugh pitches it to Geyer, trying to go up to the right. Nothing there. Bastion comes up. Solo tackle right at the 35-yard line. Maybe a pickup of a yard. That's going to be it. Third down and long for Loyal Sock. Like the intensity, pick it up from this defensive side. Defense has done it all here tonight for Seals Grove. Fumble recover for TD by Swineford and 95-yard interception return by Nyland. I like what Bastion's doing tonight. He's already got six tackles. He just seems to always be around the ball, find the ball, a good athlete. You know, he started out the season at safety, found now found himself a home at linebacker, and he's doing a great job there. Four minutes to go here in the first half. Seals Grove snap under Kavanaugh's legs, goes back for it, being chased by a defender, not going to get away from him, and he's going to go down. Ryan Almond's going to make the stop, but it was number 77 that put on the heavy pressure for the Seals Grove. Seals able to get back there as he was able to get to Kavanaugh that was Carroll a big loss on the play all the way back to the 21 yard line now a punting situation for Loyal Sock yeah Carroll got in there caused the initial disruption and then it was Ziders and Ryan Amit coming in and finishing off the sack so a punting situation here by Geyer good snaps going to get it away sending Joe Kahn back good punt he's going to scoop it up and then fall down at the 30 one yard line but seals grove have good field position as they'll have it outside their own 30 with 315 to go in the first half seals grove leading 14 to 7 remember a week ago they trailed seven nothing to the berwick bulldogs but right now they lead 14 7 over loyal sock just need to get something going here three minutes 15 seconds Get a couple first downs at least, get into halftime here, see how much this clock you can wear away. And if you do have to punt yet here in the first half, at least change the field possession. Put a good possession here together as Shock comes out since Nyland. No, that's Christian Kant's going to go to the left. Bastion going to play wide receiver on the right side this time for the Seals. Again, Seals leading 14-7 on two defensive touchdowns. For the Seals Grove defense. Eye formation for the Seals. Going to go to Khan behind the shown block. Lots of room. Nine yards on the pickup as he crosses the 40-yard line. It's going to be Eli Holler on the stop for Loyal Sock, but a good push, and I like that eye formation by the Seals. I was just going to say that I like that downhill running. There's no delay in the backfield. There's no read. It's just get the ball and find the hole, and that's where I think Joe Kahn does the best. Picked up a nice nine yards there. Good little crease there by the Seals Grove offensive line. And they're going to stay with that look. The I formation was shown in front of Kahn. Give it to Kahn again. Same play. He's got enough for a first down. Bouncing off some tackles. Showing his muscle. Still going as he's going to... 
get the forward progress. What a locker room run by your senior running back. He was hit at the 45, and they're going to give him credit. And it's not going to be much, but it's going to be enough for a first down as they'll mark it at the 48-yard line. Uh, there you go. Downhill running again. Got skinny in the crease. Khan finds enough room, gets the first down. They're going to stay with the I formation. Same play. Give it to Khan again. Bounce it to the outside. Running away for defenders. Jumping over a defender inside of Little Sock territory. All the way down to the 41-yard line. Seals Grove are going to pick up the pace and get to the line of scrimmage. They've run three straight plays. And they've all been positive. And that one picks up a first down. Van Fleet's going to call a timeout for the Lowell Sock Lancers. And what I like best about it in those three plays the Seals Grove ran, they ran a minute off the clock. So I like to see that. They're getting positive yards in the run game, wearing this clock down. And, boy, would it be something to go in here, get a touchdown right before the half, get yourself up two scores, and they would get the ball to start the second half. Like the adjustments they're making, like you said, let's time. Uh, sometimes it's just let's not be real tricky about it. Let's not be, you know, let's not make it harder than it has to be. Boy, you got, we talked about for last year in this about Nate Schoen and his ability. And Khan's got to love that. I'm running behind this guy as opposed to my first thing I got to do is run into a linebacker. Now Schoen's taking care of that linebacker and Khan's benefiting from it. Khan's has struggled. There's no, no way around that on the season. Just 179 yards, but he's looking to try to get over 200 yards here uh, in this first half on total in his season so that would be a big push for this running game for the seals yeah and I, you know i wouldn't even say it's him that struggled there's been a struggle just for the whole team to run it's a lot of parts there but con in this drive so far he's got 26 yards rushing on this drive and he's got 48 total on the game for your senior who went over a thousand yards a year ago this is going to go to the fullback shown He's going to get it to the 40. He's going to have four guys grabbing him. He's finally going to fall to the turf. But they're going to mark it to the 40-yard line. It'll be a pickup of one. It'll be a second down and nine. Two minutes to go here in the first half. And Seals, remember, they have Kyle Rule. If they can get into his range, he has a 33-yard field goal to his credit. He had one last year as well. Shot going to give it to Khan again. Bounce it to the outside. He's got a first down. And he's inside the 25 to the 20, the 15, spin it to the 10-yard line, goes Joe Kahn. And he's going to get another first down for the Seals Grove Seals. And that's going to stop the clock, reset the chain with 139 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove looking to add to their 14-7 to lead deep in Loyal Sock territory. I mean, Kahn's got good speed, but what he has is great core strength. He just breaks out of tackles. Unbelievable run by him. Under center is Shock once again. Going to give it to Khan. Trying to bounce to the outside. Gets a block from Schoen. Close to the five-yard line. Still goal. Close to the goal line. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Khan is a man. He is a man. He is breaking tackles. This was his drive. He deserves that touchdown. Unbelievable display of strength and speed. They went to that I formation with Schoen running the fullback position. And that offensive line clearing away. He was able to get to the sideline. And now there's a late flag thrown by the referee in the end zone well after the touchdown score by Joe Kahn. And now the officials are going to talk it over. 129 to go here in this first half. Seals Grove gets the late touchdown to go up 20-7. to Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point here, but the officials are chit-chatting about this one. Finally, we get a dead ball, personal foul. It's going to be against the Lowell Stock Lancers, and they'll tack that on. 
to the kickoff as Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point here to try to push Seals Grove lead up to 21 to 7. Can't say enough about Joe Kahn and that offensive line. As you said it, Ryan, that was Joe Kahn's possession there, and he takes full advantage of it, able to take it in for the score for the Seals Grove Seals. Five carries for 66 yards and a TD on that drive alone for Joe Kahn. Kyle Rule attempt the extra point. Plenty of distance up and good. Joe Kahn gets his third rushing touchdown of the night. Oh, what a great possession that is. And Seals Grove able to take it in and gather a lot of momentum as Van Brema screaming to the sideline over by the fence. Somebody behind the fence. And his teammates had to come and tell him, and Van Fleet's yelling at him as well about you got to keep your head. As he watched the Seals Grove Seals dominate that possession and take it in for the score to push it out to 21-7. to So that touchdown by Joe Kahn, definitely going to be a candidate for the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And listen, Seals Grove's not scared of him. They've run at him multiple times. They run hard, and he's he's got a couple tackles he th- thought he was going to have, and guys broke out of. So they are definitely going at the big guy that commit uh, to Pittsburgh University, and they're not scared of him, and, and he's a big athlete. I mean, he stands out out there. You know where he's at at all times. So again, Khan gets his third rushing touchdown of the season, and what a big one it is to go in halftime. And Ryan, you hit it, you know, the point, well, set. They get the second half kickoff here. So when you can gain momentum late here in the half, and the defense can come out and play the way they have here in the first half, late in this first half, then they can uh, secure all the momentum going into halftime and get the second half kickoff. Kyle Rule will kick this one away, swift kick. It's going to be taken by the up man. It's going to kick it out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. And it's going to be... First down and 10 for the Lowell Sock Lancers inside their own 15-yard line with 127 to go in this first half. The up man wants to pick it up and kicked it out of bounds. So Lowell Sock will be deep in their own territory. How will they handle it here with 127 to go in the first half with your sophomore quarterback? Well, you're going to have to some overtop help here because they're obviously going to be throwing the ball, and they've had a lot of success throwing the ball. So... So, you know, we got the smaller corners here compared to these bigger receivers. So, wouldn't be surprised when we do. It's a little bit of a two-safety look right now. With Hoover and Kahn dropping back. Nylons is safe for the corner on the right. And Swineford here to left on Ross. Cavanaugh's going to give it on a draw play to Barone. He's going to be hit, knock it off the defenders. Got hit at the 20. Is able to get all the way out to the 25-yard line. So, that's enough of a first down that time by Barone, good strong run. So Kahn's touchdown completed a six-play drive covering 67 yards, taking a minute and 46 seconds. The extra point good. Seals Grove leading 21-7. to That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. So first down and 10 for Loyal Sock, trailing by 14, 21-7. Ross going in motion. He's going to get the pitch. Got some speed, trying to get to the end. Being chased by Cod, caught by Cod, thrown to the turf by teammates. Let's look at Nyland in on the stop as well, but a good job by Cod showing his athletic ability to get to a speedy Ross. Looks like there'll be a loss on the play of a yard. It'll be a second down in 11, which is 40 seconds to go here in the first half. And I believe that was Nyland in on that as well on the defensive side. 
helping there with a the tackle for a loss. He had Ryan Amit, Nyland, and Khan. Khan, the first guy there, spinning him backwards and pushing him out towards the sideline. Stick around at halftime. We'll break down that first half, look towards the second half. Also, get our stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and get some scores and updates on other games going on around the Valley. And when we send it back to the studio with Sean Carey. So it'll be a timeout taken here with just 12 seconds to go here in the first half. Again, Ryan, strange game and not a game type of game that we're used to seeing in a sense. Two defensive touchdowns by Sealens Grove. We know the defense played out of their mind a week ago against that Berwick rushing attack. But what a boost it is to see a pickup fumble recover by Swineford from 32 yards. And then you don't see this very often. A 95-yard interception return by Nyland. And then they get that great drive by Joe Kahn getting that touchdown. They lead 21-7 with 12 seconds to go here in the first half. Yeah, a very awkward game, but entertaining. I mean, it's fun to watch this. It looks At certain times, it looks like teams have momentum and something happens and it's taken away. And especially with the Nyland uh, pick six for 95 yards. And you just saw it brought life to the Seals Grove offense as Joe Kahn just went crazy for 66 yards in one possession and a touchdown. So you feed off that positive energy. And remember, the missed field goal by Loyal Sock would have put him up 10-7. Loyal Sock hasn't hit a field goal since oh, 2014. A lot of candidates for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play the game in this first half. And we'll announce it at the end of the game during our post-game show. So second down and 10, just 12 seconds to go here in the first half. Geyer's going to get the call. Nate Jones going to finish the play. Right at the 25-yard line, and which is five seconds. They're not going to stop the clock here. Let it wind down. So that will be the final play of the first half. Sealers Grove leading the Lowell Sock Lancers 21-7. Don't go anywhere. We'll get updated scores and highlights with Sean Carey. We'll also get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and a lots to talk about in that first half, all during our halftime show. This is Seals Grove Football, presented by Seals Grove Ford. Seals Grove leading 21-7. This is Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. The DQ Honey Barbecue Glazed Chicken Strip Basket or the new $4 burger and Blizzard menu with cheeseburger or KC Barbecue Bacon Cheeseburger. And if it is a Blizzard that you want, pumpkin pie is the Blizzard of the month. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals. Go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Eagle107.com Seals football on Eagle107 and Eagle107.com at the half. Seals Grove is leading the Loyal Sock Lancers by a score of 21-7. 
Let's spin around the central Susquehanna Valley, get you scores as the second half of the regular season cranks up. Central Mountain and Shikolemi, that game on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Uh, there are less than two minutes to go until halftime, and they are scoreless. Lewisburg and Bloomsburg on 100.9 the Valley. That game this evening being played on the campus of Bloomsburg University. Lewisburg is up 20 to 7. Greg Wetzel on 100.9 the Valley watching one terrific running back in Max Moyers. Bloomsburg now has switched to their six-man front on defense. Same formation, Ramirez in motion. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. Breaks one tackle. He's into the clear for a touchdown. Max Moyers, 23 yards for a touchdown. And that was the first of more than one score for Double M in the first half for the Green Dragons. This time, Brown and Dominic go to the right. Newcomb to the left. Wide side that feels to the left. Chileski's now in at quarterback. Motion by Dominic. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle, off the right side. He's inside the five and into the end zone for a touchdown. Two touchdowns ain't enough, Max Moyers, in the first half. You better make it three. All right, give the Moyers up the middle. He's off the left side and... Into the end zone for a touchdown. One thirty-one to go in the first half, and Lewisburg takes an 18-7 lead. Very impressive performance. 127 yards, 14 carries, and three touchdowns for Max Moyers. That's on 100.9. The Valley, Greg Wetzel with the call, and Lewisburg leads Bloomsburg by a score of 20-7. Got an update from the Shekelemi Central Mountain game. They are now at halftime Central Mountain. The Wildcats are up 3 to nothing. Both teams are winless at 0 and 5. Something's got to give. Wildcats up 3 to nothing. Battle of undefeated teams, Canton and Muncie in the second at last check. That is nothing nothing. In the second quarter, North Schuylkill leading Jim Thorpe 8 to nothing. Late first quarter score, Halifax 7, Tri-Valley 6 in the second quarter. Central Columbia leads Danville by a score of 21 to 14. Great back and forth contest. Peyton Persing with a three yard touchdown run for Danville. And then Eli Morrison with a 43 yard reception for a touchdown. Thanks to that fourth and third, fourth down and three touchdown pass uh, from Troy, De- from uh, Trey Devlin. Uh, then Trey Devlin ran it in from one yard out, quarterback keeper. And then a terrific pass play for Danville's Caden Riley, 76 yard bomb to Peyton Persing. And right now, 21-14, the Blue Jays in the second quarter. Also in the second, Warrior Run leads Hughesville, 14 to nothing. Early second quarter, Valley View is shutting out Berwick at Crispin Field, 14 to nothing. Second quarter, Mount Carmel, the Red Tornadoes, they lead Mifflinburg, 22 to nothing. Uh, scoring tonight, Shane Widener, a four-yard touchdown run. John Ayers, 35-yard screen pass for a touchdown, touchdown catch. And Demko, the 20-yard touchdown reception. And Mount Carmel also tacking a safety uh, onto the board. The second quarter is they're up 22-0 over Mifflinburg. Uh, Mifflinburg Wildcats quarterback Derry, uh, Gary DeGroat is uh, not in the starting lineup tonight, reportedly did not clear concussion protocol. At halftime, between the pines tonight, Line Mountain is shutting out Williams Valley 7-0. Uh, second quarter, Juni out of 7, Pine Grove 6 Jersey Shore shutting out Shemokin. Last check, that was a first quarter score, 15 to nothing. In the second quarter, Susquehanna, 15. Upper Dauphin, 14. Montgomery was up 9 to nothing over Pottsville Nativity BVM. Uh, Pottsville Nativity BVM just getting a touchdown a few moments ago. As they approach halftime, Montgomery up by a deuce, 9 to 7. Southern Columbia, it's SoCo being SoCo. They lead South Williamsport 34 to 7 in the second quarter. 
South Williamsport, though, did take the lead. Uh, they got the first points of the evening, a 70-yard touchdown pass from A.J. Flick to Chris Clem. Uh, but the point after touchdown, no good. Uh, but since then, it's been all Southern Columbia Tigers. Gage Garcia so far tonight with three touchdowns. Two touchdown runs from five yards and eight yards out. Also, Gage Garcia with a six-yard touchdown reception. Julian Fleming has a 15-yard touchdown catch tonight for Southern Columbia. Uh, and as they approach halftime at last check, Julian Fleming had six catches, 137 yards, and a score. 34-6 Tigers over South Williamsport in the second. Montoursville, one of the most improved teams in our area. And in District 4, they won the Battle of the Bridge last week over Loyal Sock. And in the second quarter, they currently lead Milton 17-6. to And Midwest, hopefully a happy homecoming tonight for the Midwest Mustangs. They lead Penns Valley 17-7 to in the second quarter. Again, here on Eagle 107, Seawons Grove leads Loyal Sock 21-7 at the half. Coming up tomorrow on Eagle 107, we've got Bucknell football. Bucknell with their conference opener in the Patriot League as they make the road trip up to Worcester as they take on Holy Cross. Airtime will be 12.30 with head coach Joe Susan. Kevin Hur will join Doug Birdsong for the call beginning at 1 here on Eagle 107 and on the Eagle 107 app. The whiteout tomorrow night at Beaver Stadium, Penn State, Ohio State. They will kick just after 7.30. You'll be able to hear that live on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The tailgate show is at 6. Kickoff, the official time for kickoff is 7.44. Uh, that's also streaming at WKOK.com. You can access that tomorrow night. Here on our Eagle one on the Eagle 107 app, all you do is tap WKOK for the Penn State play-by-play. Get Steve Jones and Jack Ham on your tablet and smartphone tomorrow night. Also, uh, coming up this weekend, you've got Philadelphia Eagles football here on Eagle 107. Uh, Philadelphia will be taking on Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Marcus Mariota be back in the lineup, starting quarterback for Tennessee. Airtime here on Eagle 107 will be at 12 noon on Sunday. Kickoff at 1 with Merrill Reese, Mike Quick, and Howard Eskin. And then you got Sunday night football. Pittsburgh and Baltimore, they renew their rivalry at Heinz Field. That'll be an 820 kick on 100.9 the Valley. And Monday night football on News Radio 1070 WKOK will be Kansas City and the Denver Broncos. Again, here on Eagle 107 at the half, Seawinds Grove leads by a score of 21 to 7 over the Loyal Sock Lancers. The Lancers did fumble on the first play of its second possession tonight. Geyer's going to get the call, going left. Balls on the turf, rolling around. White shirts. Swiper's going to pick it up. That's a 30, 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. Seals Grove Seals. We talked about the big hits on the last defensive part for the Seals. They come in again on the first play of this drive and knock the ball loose. Swiper with the presence of mind picks it up and finds the end zone. First defensive touchdown of the year. And that was a 32-yard fumble recovery for a score for Ben Swineford. Point after touchdown. Good. And the Seals were up 7 to nothing. Backup quarterback cabin off for Loyal Sock with a one-yard quarterback keeper. Uh, capping off a seven-play, 54-yard drive and taking 3.03 off the clock. And we were knotted up at 7-7. to The Seals with not one, but two defensive touchdowns so far this evening. Cavanaugh's had a big first half for Loyal Sock. Drops back again. Looking over the middle. It's going to be intercepted by Nyland. He's got green grass in front of him with blockers. Up the right sideline. He's going to be into Loyal Sock territory at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. 
their second defensive touchdown of the night. 95-yard interception return by your junior defensive back. Josh Nyland with that 95-yard pick six, and the Seals were up 14-7, to and they were able to extend their lead with less than two minutes remaining in the first half thanks to this great 10-yard touchdown run by senior Joe Kahn. Under center is Shock once again. Going to give it to Kahn. Trying to bounce to the outside. Gets a block from Schoen. Close to the five-yard line. Still goal. Close to the goal line. Touchdown, Seals. Grove Seals. Kahn is a man. He is a man. He is breaking tackles. This was his drive. He deserves that touchdown. Absolutely was, Ryan Brandt. That was a six-play, 67-yard drive. And Joe Kahn accounted for 65 yards rushing out of that 67-yard drive. That only took a buck 45 off the clock. So uh, more precious points for the Seals right before halftime and a point after touchdown uh, by rule was good. And that's where we stand, 21-7 to at the half in favor of the Seals Grove Seals. Seals fans, don't forget to like our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107, and get scoring drives and updates from our stat man, the Z-man, Big Daddy Zach Showers. We are on Twitter. Give us a follow at Seals on Eagle 107. Once again, our score here at the half, Seals 21, Lancer 7. We will head back to Ken Robbins Stadium in just a moment with your first half stats and the beginning of the second half with Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. This is Seals Grove Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sunday night football. Second down, five from the 28. Arms extended, shotgun snap, quick line drive, throw it to sidearm, throw it, goes to the far side. Antonio Brown breaks the tackle on the numbers of 20. On the sideline, 15 breaks the tackle, the 10, the 5, down the far sideline, touchdown Pittsburgh. Antonio Brown, a catch and run of 28 yards. That's Kevin Harlan with the call last Monday as Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers picked up their first win of the season at Tampa Bay. Hi, Kevin Kugler here from Westwood One with your Sunday night football preview. The 1-1-1 one, one, and one Steelers now play host to Joe Flacco and the 2-1 and one Baltimore Ravens. Hall of Famer Jason Taylor and I will have the call for you as both teams look for their first AFC North win. Join us for the Ravens and Steelers on Sunday night football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Your home for the NFL is News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now's the time to prepare for winter driving with Pete Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant on sale for $8.99 a gallon after $6 mail-in rebate at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get maximum freeze protection for your car's engine with Peak Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I used to have a sweet tooth. Had it removed when I was a kid. So what do I crave instead of chocolate? A big red box from Granger. Granger satisfies my craving for great customer service. With 24-7 support, effortless ordering, and same-day pickup or next-day delivery options. No busy signals, no cavities. I love Granger. You know why? Because when it comes to reliable product and technical support, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger. For the ones who get it done. For almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Zealand's Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. 
It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Sealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to Ken Robbins Stadium here at halftime. Great entertainment by the Sealands Grove marching band. Always getting a big ovation from these fans. And a great halftime show by the Sealands Grove Seals marching band. Take a look at the stats. Stats, thanks to our Statman's X Hours. Take a look at the team numbers first. Seals Grove leading 21 to 7. Lowell's like out first down the Seals 9 to 7. But in the rushing department, Seals Grove pick up the momentum. And they ended up with 107 yards in that first half, while Loyal Sock just 19. And the passing department was all Loyal Sock, 149 yards passing from the sophomore quarterback, Chase Cavanaugh. And then Seals Grove, just 34 yards. So when you look at the total yards for Seals Grove, 141 yards. Loyal Sock, 168 yards. Penalty-wise, Seals Grove 4 for 40 yards. Lowell Sock, one penalty for 15 yards. Turnover bug got both teams. Both teams have a fumble and an interception in that first half. But the big plays of that first half came on the defensive side, as you heard the highlight. Swiper with a 32-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Nylon, a 95-yard interception return for a touchdown. And right now, that's the top candidate for the Smoke at M Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Look at the individual numbers. First for Barone, for Loyal Sock, six carries, 21 yards. Skyers, six carries, just eight yards. We knew of the running struggles that Loyal Sock had coming into tonight, under four yards of carry, and that continues here tonight. Again, just uh, in the rushing department, just 19 yards for the Loyal Sock uh, Lancers. Cavan all six carries, but just 10 yards on the night, minus 10 yards for Cavan all. Kavanaugh in the passing department's good night for Kavanaugh. 11 for 14, 149 yards. That tops his performance from a week ago where he only had 97 yards against Montoursville. But he does have an interception and, of course, a big one on the 95-yard interception returned by Josh Nyland. Receiving department, Trophy, four catches, 84 yards. Geyer, two catches for 26 yards. Holler, two catches, 19 yards. Brown has one for 17 yards. Now look at individually for the Seals Grove Seals in the rushing department. 80, 11 carries for Kahn for 87 yards and that touchdown. Nyland has one carry for 10 yards. Schoen has one carry for 6 yards. Shock just one carry, 2 yards for the Seals Grove Seals. In the passing department, Shock 4 for 5, just 34 yards, and he has thrown a pick. Nyland, 4 catches, 34 yards, the only receiver on the night for the Seals Grove Seal to have a catch. Swineford has five straight gains with a reception, looking to get one here to keep that streak going for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, so total yards, Seals Grove 141 total yards, and Loyal Sock 168 yards. But again, the big plays 
for Seals Grove on the defensive side. A 32-yard fumble recovery by Swineford and in Nyland with that 95-yard interception return. But Ryan, a big conversation at halftime for the Seals Grove Seals is the adjustments they made offensively going to the I formation. And boy, the success to get that late touchdown was big for momentum going into halftime. Plus, they get the second half kickoff. It's huge. I mean, Seals Grove couldn't end that half on a better note. Um, even the defense for that last minute and a half they had to wear out was getting tackles for a loss and just creating a bunch of havoc. So offense got in and scored right before halftime. Defense came out, had a couple big plays. Seals Grove scored right before the half, and they're getting the ball. Everything right now is going in their direction. It's going to be very tough, but Loyal Sock has plenty of football time in front of them to, to turn this around, but they're going to have to get at it right away because the momentum is definitely in Seals Grove's favor. Hey, going back to you saying about Swineford having to catch in each of the five games so far this season, uh, Lewisburg game and the Berwick game, he did not have catches in the first half. So it's not the first time that he's been shut out mm-hmm. in a half of, uh, of a football game without a catch. CFC picks up here in the second half. And, again, exactly as you said. Remember, we thought maybe shocked. They were kind of holding them back a little bit in that first half, even though they went into halftime leading 14-3. to And, again, they lead here 21-7 to over Lowestock. They went into halftime against Lewisburg leading 14-3. And then they went to the passing game. And, like you said, Shock and Swineford found connection multiple times and in a big second half for the Seals Grove Seals. See if they're able to do that here, especially because, Ryan, when you get the running game going, you know, it pulls the linebackers up. they got to respect that, and then you think that gives opportunity. And as we were talking to Zach during halftime there about you have possession guys. You have Nylon, you have Cantz, you have Swineford, maybe not the explosive downfield kind of guys, but they found some. And then you throw Metzger in there too, see if he can get things going because he's kind of that intermediate kind of guy and see if the running game late in that first half ends up opening that here in the second half. Well, we're going to find out because the opening kickoff is about to happen. And Seals Grove again will get the second half kickoff as we wrap up halftime here again from Ken Robbins Stadium. Seals Grove leading 21-7 to thanks to a late touchdown by Joe Kahn. He gets his third rushing touchdown of the season. After an impressive drive, he was able to take it six plays, 62 yards, finished with a 10-yard touchdown run. That came with just 129 to go in that first half. The extra point by Rule, he is now 15 for 15 on his extra point tries, is the sophomore kicker. And now Seals Grove will get the second half kickoff. Kickoff man for the Loyal Sock Lancers is number 31. He will kick this one away for the Loyal Sock Lancers, and that's Brady Dowell. Waiting back deep will be Khan and Nylon standing inside their own 10-yard line waiting for Dow's kickoff here to start the second half. And our second half is underway. Good, strong kick. Goes right to Nylon. Catches overhead at the 6. Turns it upfield to the 15. Makes a move to the 20. Upended out to the 25-yard line. Good coverage that time by the kickoff team for Lowell Sock. But good field position for Seals Grove to start the second half outside of the 25-yard line. They'll mark it at the 27-yard line where Nyland was upended. So Seals Grove will start first down at 10. Shock, the freshman quarterback, will take the field for the Seals. Everyone to stick around here after the game. We'll have the post-game show for you, and then we'll send it back to the studio for game night with Sean Carey. We'll give you all the scores and highlights of the games going on around the Valley. First down and 10. No surprise. They come out in the I formation. Wide receivers to each side. 
Shock under center. Ziders is at a turn. Give it to Kahn. Jumps over defender. Gets to the 30-yard line. Be tackled there by Holler. But it'll be a three-yard pickup. Second down and seven for the Seals. Was that Kahn or Saquon Barkley? (laughs) Hurling a guy out there just to get that extra yard or two. I love the heart of Joe Kahn. He runs every yard with all his heart so hard and do whatever it takes to get those extra inches. Benford will come out. His helmet came off, so Schaefer will check into the game all on the offensive line for the Seals. Just underway here, start the second half. Seals Grove leading 21-7, to go here in the third period. One back in the backfield is Kahn. Going to get the call. Gets to the outside. Good block on the edge. He's got a first down. Late flag going to be thrown in as he tips those out of bounds out to the 45-yard line. But a late flag's going to be thrown and see if that will negate the run by Kahn. It will. It was a hold on the great block that you said on the edge. I mean, definitely grabbed. It's a great block until the flag comes out. Yep. I mean, definitely got inside, grabbed, and, and brutally turned the guy over and slammed him to the turf. So, Seals was going to get caught with a holding there on the edge. Bedford comes back into the game. The starting lineman, number 73 for the Seals Grove Seals, senior, six foot, 250 pounds. But they'll walk the ball back to the 21-yard line, so Seals Grove will be forced into a second down and long. Coming up 11 minutes to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading 21-7. Seals Grove trying to bounce back from a loss a week ago to the Berwick Bulldogs. Seals Grove end up with 107 rushing yards, the most in the first half all season long. And it was finished off by that touchdown. Khan's going to get the call again underneath the defender. Still going short of the 30-yard line or maybe right at the 30-yard line. Gerald Ross in on the stop. They'll mark it at the 30-yard line. So it's now going to be a third down in about seven for the Seals Grove Seals. And right now, Loyal Sox receiving the running backs. They're not going out and delivering the hits. You wonder if there's a little bit of fatigue maybe kicking in. But right now, Loyal Sox kind of breaking down and letting the running back and Joe Kahn just hit them. So they got if they want to stop Seals Grove and, and limit their yards, they got to be the aggressor. Right now, I'm not seeing that. Third down and eight. Shock in the shotgun formation. Getting some pressure. Steps up. He's going to take off and run. He's at the 35, 40, up the left sideline, and finally knocked out of bounds. He was hit as he went out of bounds by a holler, but it's going to be enough of a first down, and they'll mark it at the 48-yard line. So good decision by the freshman, and he picks up a first down for the Seals. Yeah, excellent decision. Quick decision and took off, picking up huge yards of shock. And what I really liked about that, too, was the effort from uh, Wyatt Metzger. He went down, and he actually gave a hit on the guy that pushed shock out of bounds, and it's those little hits as the game goes on really wear down a team. Seals Grove pops out of the huddle. Trey Bainey, the tackle on the right side. Maul, the guard on the right side for the Seals Grove Seals. That's where they had a lot of success and late in that first half. Shock under center. Turns. Give it to Kahn. Caught in the backfield. Spins at it, but he will be stopped for the loss. Number 56 that time. First guy in there for the Loyal Sock Lancers, and that's Barone. And that's going to be a stop for a couple-yard loss back close to the 45-yard line. The other thing, you get a running game going, Ryan, and that's you use clock. 21-7 to lead for the Seals. Clock moving 9-30. 7 to go. Oh, 9-24. That's unusual. <laughs> the clock went from 30 to 37 and then back to 27. I like it. Never, ever seen that in my life. Well, you have now. Yes. <laughs> 
Tight end on the left side. Double tight end. Look, and you talked about that in the first half. Shock drops back. He's got some time. Get rid of Got Swyford in out of his hands. Falls incomplete. Swyford looking for his first catch of the night, which would have been his 24th of the season, but in and out of his hands. So it's bring up a third down and 12 for the Seals Grove Seals. They'll have it at their own 46-yard line after the incompletion. A little bit low and behind, but still a ball that should have been caught. Swineford will catch that ball 99% of the times, but that one just escaped him. He still doesn't have that catch, though, in this game. Swineford, the leading receiver coming in tonight with 23 catches, 299 yards, and three touchdowns. Still looking for his first catch of the night for the Seals. Third down and long. For the Seals, Grove Seals leading 21-7 here in the third. Shock drops back. Plenty of time. Gets rid of it. Looking for Nyland and almost intercepted. Almost an extremely athletic play by the defender for the for the Lowell Sox Lancers. Chofi almost comes up with the athletic interception, but it falls incomplete and a punting situation. And that ball was actually tipped at the line of scrimmage. It was had a really? slight tip on that, so that's why I think it lost some of its velocity. And like you said, it was almost intercepted there. But fortunately for the Seals, it just fell down. And they get able to punt the ball here and push the Lancers back. Metzger will punt this one away, averaging 34 yards a punt on the season. He'll be kicking it to Ross. He gets it away. Good high kick. Ross will come over to field it, let it bounce. It'll go out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Lowell Sock will take over there first down and 10, trailing 21-7 with 8.53 to go here in the third period. Again, Seals Grove came in tonight averaging only 77.4 points on the ground with six touchdowns, but they found success late in that first half, led by Joe Kahn, who got that late touchdown to push the lead to 21-7. Again, Joe Kahn in that first half, he ended up with 87 yards on 11 carries and a touchdown, but that Lowell Sock Lancer defense came up big in that first possession and had forced the Seals Grove Seals to punt it away. Makai Showers in it, linebacker. Ryan Almond as well. Snap goes to Cavanaugh. Gets rid of it. Throws it out to Geyer. Makes the catch. Fumble. Ball's on the turf. Scramble. White shirts on top of it. Derek Hicks says White has it. And they do. White shirts come away with a fumble recovery. And the Seals Grove Seals gets another turnover. And I don't know who it was. I wish I couldn't get the number there. But somebody knocked that out. Another forced fumble. Was it Joe Kahn? No, Geyer, I'm saying number two when I showed that it's the second fumble of the night. Oh, for Recovered him. by the Seals Grove Seals, and he upset with that. Oh, that's huge. That's huge because Seals Grove now is great field position. They're going to get the ball to the 27-yard line. And they're going to quickly get up to the line of scrimmage with two wide receivers split to the left. Christian Cancel line up in the slot position. Swineford far to the left. First down at 10, I formation behind Shuck. Turns, fakes it to Kahn, throws it out there for Schoen. He makes a catch. First down, able to keep his balance all the way to the 11-yard line. Big catch and run by the sophomore fullback. Seals Grove in business at the Lowell Sock 11-yard line. First down and 10 after the catch. Schoen does get up, though, with a little bit of a limp there. Looked like it was like an, uh, uh, a tackle right at his ankle. And hit him on the ankle, but he kept running after, but he, he did just walk off the sideline. He is on his own power, but maybe just needs to walk that out. And Schoen makes the catch just his fifth. Came in with four receptions on the season, but he makes that very, very productive, successful catch and run all the way to the Loyal Sock 11-yard line. Only one back in the backfield. 
Shock under center. Gives it to Kahn. Off the right side. Bet at the line of scrimmage and slams to the turf. Right at the 11-yard line. Good stop that time. Number 43 on the stop for the Lowell Sock Lancers. And that's Melito able to make the stop. Also credit to Holler, but it's going to be a pickup, maybe one. Definitely in rule range here for field goal if they need it. Second down and nine at the 10-yard line in Lowell Sock territory. Swinberg far to the left. Nate Schoen is back in the game. Lines up at the right side, tight on the right. Just going to go to Kahn. Met in the backfield. Gets away from that defender. It's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Deep in the backfield that time for the Lowell Sock Lancers, number 56, Barone. But Kahn able to get away from him, get back to the original line of scrimmage. And just like that, it's a third down, and we're going to call it nine with 7.15 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading 21-7. And the tight end holler there for Lowell Sox, the one that came in and finished off Kahn. And he laid a good hit. He was very slow, though, to get up, see where he does here on this play. So third down play here. Seven minutes to go in the third. Shotgun for Shuck. Drops back. Scott's up time. Looking. Now rolling to his right. Still looking. Gets rid of it. Throws it underneath to Nyland. Makes the catch. Tiptoes out of bounds. Inside the 10-yard line to about the 7-yard line. And you'll see Kyle Rule take the field to attempt the extra point. For the Seals Grove Seals trying to push the lead to 24-7. to He has one field goal on the season, a 33-yarder on the season. He also had a 33-yard field goal a year ago against the Berwick Bulldogs. Kyle Rule will attempt this extra point off of Brett for hold and a Christian can't snap. They'll put it down right at the 16-yard line looking for this 26-yard field goal from your sophomore kicker. Snap is low. Brett Four unable to handle it. He's got to jump on top of it. And it's going to be a turnover on downs. Back to the Lowell Sock Lancers. Yeah, both teams struggling tonight, obviously, with the field goal. That one went right through Four's hands. And he tried to recover with it, but Lowell Sock was in in no time. And they're going to get the ball now about the 19-yard line. This is the most serene feel of a football game, high school football game, I've felt in a long time. <laughs> it's, it's a different game. It's Our a... Seals Grove fans are all the way on the other side, up the hill and over the valley. Boy, they got a, a view pretty far away from the field on the far side, but... They're celebrating on the far side as the Seals Grove lead 21-7. to And there's houses here in the backdrop. They, they got a good view of the game. One of them actually has maroon lights shooting up the sides of the house. That's pretty cool. They see the Seals Grove Seals leading 21-7. Cavanaugh drops back on the draw, gives it off to look to be Geyer on the run. Nothing there. Stonewall by that seal curtain. Led in the middle of that defense. There's a flag on the plate as well. Shortly, we're going to send it back to Sean as he'll give us updated scores, part of our Toyota Alexander out-of-town scoreboard. So when you get a moment, we're going to send it back to him and check on some other scores going on. Last check, Shikalimi was tied 0-0 with Central Mountain. Lewisburg was in a route led by the running game. Max Moyers, three touchdowns in that first half. So... Hopefully we'll be able to check it with him shortly. That penalty was against Loyal Sock. Declined there, so it's a second down and 15 with 6.30 to go in the third. 
Seals leading 21-7. Cavanaugh drops back. Quick pass out here to Ross. He makes the catch. Fakes the heck out of Swyford, but he regroups. Is able to make the stop. Good play by Swyford after it looked like Ross had shaken him out of his jock. But he was able to stay with the play and make the tackle. Well, I mean, he did. I mean, he put a little juke move on him, but first he had to break him down. Swineford did his job. Slow down the athlete in the backfield. Let your safety and linebackers come over. And even though he bit hard on the inside, it took too long to develop, and Hoover, Hoover was able to come over, and Swineford regrouped, and they both made the tackle. Big play it is. Second down and make it third down in 12. 5.50 to go here in the third. Down marker has, yep, it's third down. Kavanaugh's going to throw a deep fade. Looking out there for Ross. I'm able to make the connection incomplete. Well defended by Swineford on the play. Uh, Swineford was stride for stride with him, and actually when Swineford went to jump to knock that down, finally a, a size match, he actually slipped. That was just, uh, that was a, that was fortunate for Seals Grove. So, uh, Swineford slipped and it went off the hands of Ross. But, yeah, that was good coverage tight there. And then Hoover was over top of the safety position as well. He's got to force a punting situation for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Dropping back will be shown. Or Nyland and Kahn is standing inside of their own 45-yard line. Good punt goes to Kahn. He's going to pick it off the turf. Turns it back upfield. Looking for a block. Now goes from left to right and spinning away from guys. And finally going to be grabbed by multiple guys and be tackled at the 40-yard line. A gutsy pickup by the senior return man. He's able to keep good field position for the Seals as they'll take over first down and 10 from the 40-yard line. Special team stopped by Williams for the Lowell Sock Lancers. That was the best 20-yard run to result in one yard. (laughs) Gone going left to right, back forward, just doing everything he can to make a big play. Most importantly, he hung on to the ball. Seals Group maintains possession and gets to get their offense out there. And you're probably going to get a heavy load of Con here as he's been the rushing attack for them the last two possessions. Cavanaugh had great first half. At one point, he was 7 for 7. He's now 4 for his last 8 following that incompletion attempt to Ross. And it's just for 21 yards and an interception by Cavanaugh, the sophomore quarterback, taking over for Connor Watkins. This is going to go to Con, bullying over a couple tackles, gets to the 45-yard line, pick up about five on the carry on the stop that time for the Loyal Sock Lancers, number 18, that's Chofi. But, boy, Con punishing him on that run. Chofi slow to get off the turf after the five-yard pickup. And that puts Con at 103 yards for the night, so he goes over the century mark with that run. He got all the momentum late in that first half, and he's picking it up here. After the five-yard pickup, second down and five for Seals Grove at their own 46-yard line. 4.48 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading by 14. Caught again. Hit the backfield this time. Nowhere to go. Making the stop number 43. That's Melito makes the stop. It's going to be a loss on the play. Back to the 44-yard line. Third down and long. Seals Grove needs to get to the Lowell Sock 49-yard line to get the first down. Big third down play here for Seals Grove. As shot gets the call from OC Derek Pope and brings his offensive line up to the 44-yard line on this third down and long. Back in the backfield is Khan. Dropping back is Shock. Looking deep down the right sideline, looking for Nyland, unable to make the connection, defended out there. 
And the ball hits the turf, falls incomplete. It's going to be a fourth down and a putty situation for the Seals. I think that just came out of uh, Danny Shock's hand, Goofy. Definitely was not a tight spiral, very short and behind them. I just think that ball slipped out of his grass as he went to throw the, the, the deep uh, down the sideline route. Russell dropped back, standing inside his own 25-yard line, waiting for the Metzger punt here. Seals Grove try to pin them deep in their own territory. Leading 21-7, 3.59 to go here in the third. Ryan Allman will do the snapping. Good snap. Gets it away. Actually, that's Fogarty on the snap. Is that 61, not 51? As the ball's going to be touched down at the 26-yard line by Hoover. I want to make sure I'm giving credit to the right snapper for the Seals Grove Seals. And it was number 61 on the snap. So that is Cameron Fogarty with the good snap. And, boy, he was in a wrestling match on the way down the field. And he was able to successfully snap it and allow Metzger to pin Lohasak at the 26-yard line. Well, a Cameron Fogarty little stat for you is he used to wrestle. He okay. did it for a long time. Well, he showed that ability on there. And then he went out for basketball, and he's been a basketball player since. He showed that wrestling ability with that little <laughs> suck return man. First down and 10 for Cavanaugh on the little suck. Lancers trailing 21-7. to Pitch is going to go deep in the backfield. Hit in the backfield, and then finally taken down, number 22 on the carry. And that's Barone. And there's an injured player down on the field. Seals Grove got in the backfield and blew that play up. There's a stoppage on play. Maybe this is a good time. We can send it back to Sean Carey, give us some updated scores on games going on around the Valley as it looks like it's a cramp on the Loyal Sock Lancer offensive player. Sean, take it away. All right, th- uh, thanks very much, Pat, on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Currently on News Radio 1070 WKOK in the third quarter, Central Mountain leading Shikalemi 3 to nothing On 100.9, the Valley in the third quarter, Lewisburg over Bloomsburg 20-7, to that game being played at Bloomsburg University, running back Max Moyers with three touchdowns for the Green Dragons. Third quarter scores, Canton 6, Muncie nothing. Central Columbia and Danville, they are tied 21-21. Warrior Run is shutting out Hughesville in the third 22 to nothing valley view over berwick in the third 14 to nothing mount carmel blasting mifflinburg they've started the fourth quarter 35 to nothing jersey shore 25 6 in the third over shimokin and at the half southern columbia 40 south williams sports six scores updated all night long at eagle 107.com back to sock with pat and ryan appreciate that sean updated scores around the valley as they're still tending to the Lowell Sock players. Seals Grove leading here 21-7, 3.38 to go here in the third period, kind of recapping things that happened here. And, boy, a very strange first half. The first touchdown of the night came on a swine for 32-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. It was 7-17 to go in that first period. The extra point good, and Seals Grove led 7-0. Then Kavanaugh would take it in from one yard out on the run. Completing seven-play drive, the extra point good. We're all knotted up 7-7 at the end of the first quarter. Seals Grove got a 95-yard interception return for a touchdown by Nyland. Con touchdown run from 10 yards out. That's where we stand. Seals Grove leading 21-7 with 3.29 to go here in the third. Schaefer on the rush, trying to get to Cavanaugh. Cavanaugh runs away from two defenders, and then he's going to be finally finished off Bumble. by the pursuit of the Seals Grove Seals. Trying to get a number there who finished things off. And is that 
Number 54, I'm going to give Makai Showers credit. It was 65, Schaefer, who was chasing Kavanaugh down, and he got some help from Makai Showers. And that ball came loose. That ball actually came loose, but he jumped right on it right away. A loss on the play forces the ball back to about the 17-yard line, so a third down and 20 for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Schoen coming off the edge. He's blocked. But Zider's coming from the other side, chasing from behind. Here comes Schoen, and he's going to get to him and take him down. Help by Makaias Showers. Good play by Schoen to stay with it. Makaias Showers as well. Another loss on the play for the Loyal Sock Lancers, and they're going to be forced into a putting situation there. I just Schoen has unbelievable hand strength. He literally grabbed the player by his Achilles and lifted him off the ground and sacked him. I mean, and you said uh, Showers coming in as well, helping out. But what hand strength. I mean, that's the wrestler in him, just having those strong hands. Forcing Loyal Sock to punt this one away. Short punt towards Khan. It's going to take a decent roll to go inside of the 45-yard line in Seals Grove territory to the 43-yard line. First down and 10 for Seals Grove. They lead 21-7 with 2.04 to go here in the third period. And you can look at the body uh, postures right now. Everything, Loyal Sock is just walking to everything. Line of scrimmage, huddles. They, they've lost their pep. They might have fatigue getting kicked in. Seals Grove still jogging in and out from sideline. Seems like Seals Grove's rotating more guys in as well. And with uh, the injured player going down there, number 10, which is playing both ways for Loyal Sock, that's one less guy that they haven't that, that starts in two positions. So you're, you're interested to see the wear down effect here as we approach the end of the third quarter. They're going to go with the eye formation behind Shock. This is going to get a shown. A shown dotted the eye and eye formation, hit the backfield. He's going to go down there. Geyer in on the stop. Also, number 56 involved in the stop for the Loyal Sock Lancers, and that's Barone. So it'll be a loss of three on the run. Second down and 13 for the Seals Grove Seals. Like to see them put a possession together here like they did at the end of that first half when it was finished off by Khan's 10-yard touchdown run. They stay with the eye formation, showing the deep man in the eye. Shock turns, fakes it to Schoen, rolling to his right, looking for Metzger and not going to be able to make the connection. Geyer on the coverage as it falls incomplete. And just like that, it's going to be a third down and 13. Uh, play action play. They fake the handoff, and Danny rolls out, but nothing open. Good coverage from Loyal Sock, and Danny was under some pressure. I'd like to throw low at the feet of the receiver, and you live to play another down. As he was trying to get Metzger involved in the play that time, Metzger on the season, 12 catches, 155 yards, and a touchdown. He had a touchdown against the Shiklemi Braves. Unable to make the connection there with Shock to Metzger. So it forces a third down and 13. 119 to go in the third. Seals Grove leading by 14. Shock drops back. Got some time. Now some pressure. Going to throw it to Schoen. Makes a catch. Up the left sideline. Jumps the defender. And he's going to have enough for a first down. If they're able to mark it at the 45-yard line, they're going to mark it at the 44-yard line in Little Sock territory. So that's a first down pickup by Schoen on the quick dump by Shock. That was a beautiful setup play, and Shock was looking downfield. Schoen was not the first option. He went through his progression and uh, found Schoen sitting there, and then Schoen just showing you what kind of athlete he is. He's hopping over guys, and Schoen is burst and, and picks up a huge first down here as we're approaching one minute left in the third quarter. 
112 to go in the third. Shotgun formation for Shock. Two wide receivers to the right. Now Nyland's going to go in motion, and there's going to be a flag on the play before we get this one going. False start against the Seals Grove Seals, so that's going to walk them back. Hey, we're going to remind you, Seals Grove Seals on Facebook. Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. It's all Seals Grove all the time. Check it around all week. Got Trivia Tuesday, Throwback Thursday. Photos we throw on there of days gone by. Give you a little preview of the next week's opponent. So much happening on our Facebook page. You want to go to Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. So now it's a first down and 15 for the Seals at the Little Sock 49-yard line. This is going to go to Schoen. Bouncing it to the outside. Shakes off a defender. Still going. Another defender. Finally stopped by Barone to the 35-yard line. So a good run by Schoen. Short of a first down at the 35 after the 14-yard pickup by the fullback. But it's going to be... A second down and one. Uh, that's a huge run there for Seals Grove. Another well-executed play. Good blocking from the line and receivers. And Schoen using his big body to pull through and pick up big yards. They're going to go to the eye formation. Fullback Schoen gets the call. First down pickup. Dragon defender still going. Get a help from Ziders. And he's going to fall forward to the 29-yard line. The beauty of the ruddy game for Seals Grove is the amount of yards they're getting after first contact. And, and you got to realize this. you got uh, Joe Kahn in there to end the first half and here early in the second half just running. And, and, and it's tough run. It's abusive running. And Loyal Sox taking that impact. But as they're taking that impact, they are wearing down Joe Kahn a little bit. But then Seals Grove comes in and brings in Big Nate Schoen. And he's fresh at that running back position, and he is beating up on an already beaten uh, defense. So it's a tough situation. Loyal Sox got to be like, where are these guys coming from? How many do they have? Result of the play is a first down pickup. This could be a fake to Nylon. Shock looking deep down the left sideline for Kants, and then out of the defender's hands, it was intended for Kants. Ross tried to make a break on it, unable to, trying to get a second interception of the night, but it hits the turf. It's going to be a second down and 10 as that ends the third quarter. We'll move it to the fourth quarter. Seals Grove leading 21-7 over the Loyal Sock Lancers. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. Eagle 107. The Bucknell Bison Star Patriot League play tomorrow on Eagle 107. Join Doug Birdsong, Kevin Herr from Holy Cross. Pre-game starts at 12.30, kickoff at 1 on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Now, moving into the fourth quarter, Seals Grove leading 21-7. And Ryan said during that break, if Seals Grove can get as much as a field goal, that might be the final nail in the coffin in this ballgame. But right now, Seals Grove leading 21-7. They're at the Loyal Sock 30-yard line, second down and 10. Danny Shock has not looked sharp tonight. It's been the running game that's bailed Seals Grove out. And, of course, 
two defensive touchdowns. As Shock is under center, low back in the backfield is Khan. He's going to get the call, trying to get to the edge and get a block. Going to try to go up under defender, flag on the play, multiple flags. And it was Kantz who came back and tried to lay the block to help get Khan to the outside, but he's possibly going to be called for a penalty on that one and not what you want to see from this offense that looked so good at the end of the first half. Not so good here in that third quarter, now moved here into the fourth quarter. Double flags on the field. Get a chance to remind you that tonight after the game, you can score hear scores and highlights from across the region. The Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night here on Eagle 107 in the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. It's the Sunbury Motors game night. And they do, they get a holding on Seals Grove. Coming into tonight, Seals Grove only averaged 77.4 yards per game. They did have six touchdowns. They had another touchdown to that. And boy, they've had a breakout. Joe Kahn has found a lot of room. He's also added another touchdown to his credit. Seals Grove looking to do that here in the ballgame, trying to use clock and keep this running game going. They have given a look, a double tight end look, also eye formation. But this time they're going to go to a double tight end look as Shock is under center. Going to fake it to Khan, roll into his right. Under pressure, tries to step up, and he's going to go down. Shown had gone out looking for the pass. But Shock held on to it. Big loss on the play. Back to the Seals Grove 48-yard line. Yeah, really the first time tonight Seals Grove's taken a huge loss. It just hung on to it a little too long there, Danny did. She's probably just thrown it away. He did escape the pocket, got outside, but takes the sack, and Seals Grove's looking at third in another area code right now, third and 32. Yeah, because the sack, sack followed the penalty, so now it's sitting at the Seals Grove 48-yard line. They need to get all the way to the Loyal Sock 20-yard line to pick up the first down. Wide receivers to each side. Eye formation behind Chuck. Give it to Khan. Off the right side. Spins out of a tackle. And he's going to take it into Loyal Sock territory to the 46-yard line. There's a man down on the field. Gets to his feet is Geyer. But it's going to be a fourth down. And a punny situation is now... Metzger will try to pin Loyal Sock deep in their own territory. Seals Grove leading 21-7, 10-19 to go in the ballgame. Khan picks up six yards there, gets it across midfield, a good punt here, and pin Loyal Sock back would be a great thing for the Seals Grove defense to come out to. Good snap that time by Fogarty. Good kick away from Ross. It's going to bounce at the 12-yard line. And stop at the 11-yard line. So exactly what you asked for. Pin them deep in their own territory. Metzger does that. Touchdown by Hoover. So Loyal Sock takes over at their own 11-yard line. Trailing 21-7. Seals Grove went into halftime leading 21-7. We had no score in that third period. So they continued with a 21-7 lead. Loyal Sock has unable to muster any offense after an impressive first half by sophomore quarterback Cavanaugh. He has the lone touchdown on a one-yard run for Loyal Sock. But again, that came all the way back with 4.05 to go in that first quarter. We are now 9.56 go in the game. Seals Grove leading by 14. Makai Shower showing blitz. So is Schaefer. They step out of it. Cavanaugh under center. Here comes the blitz. They give it to Barone in the backfield, and he is slammed to the turf by Nate Schoen. 
picked up and taken to the turf, a wrestling move. As he picked him up, saw legs up in the air, and Schoen said, I'm going to put you down right there, and this was wrestling. I'd lean on top of you, and then we'd get and a count-out. <laughs> that, was, that was a vicious tackle there for sure. <laughs> and Barone, who he's taken up and lifted in the air, when you look at size that he just picked up, Barone, 6'1", 220 pounds. Yeah. He's, he's used to picking up guys normal, well over 200 pounds. Yeah, normal day in the gym for Schoen. Cavanaugh dropped back. Bones on the ground. Scramble for it. White shirt's around it, but it looks like a maroon shirt's able to jump on top of it. And they're able to retain possession with that Kavanaugh who able to get to it, and it was. And he gets up slow looking at his hand, and it's a left hand for Kavanaugh. So well, he, he, just went to, he just went to throw, and when he brought it back, the ball just came out of his hand. He wasn't even hit. I think he's grabbing his hand because when he was fighting for that ball in the pile, it was him and three seals. Ziders actually came up with it, but I think uh, it was clear that that Kavanaugh fell on and had possession and down before Ziders ripped it out. But Kavanaugh definitely grabbing at his hand there, something not comfortable for him. About a third and 15 for Loyal Sock, deep in their own territory at the eight-yard line. Kavanaugh takes the snap, getting pressure off the right side. Now he's able to get away from it. Going to run up the left sideline and go out of bounds outside the 15-yard line, well short of a first down. So it'll be a punting situation here for the Lowell Sock Lancers. And you got to give credit there to Zyder. Zyder's is the one that, with the extra effort, dove and tripped him up enough that made Kavanaugh step out of bounds. What a defensive stance here as we start the second or the, the, the fourth quarter of the second half. And in the third quarter alone, I forgot to say this, Loyal Sock only had two yards of offense. This defense is just playing lights out. A foul off the defense they had a week ago against Berwick. This is a punt. Gets away. It's a short punt. It's going to bounce. Nyland's going to go over as if he's going to pick it up and does not. Going to get a good roll as the ball's going to roll inside. Seals Grove territory all the way down to the 39-yard line. So first down at 10 for the Seals at their own 39-yard line, leading 21-7, 8-13 to go. In the ball game, Seals Grove trying to get back in the win column. After tonight, they'll be returned home to take on the Shemokin Indians. Heard update scores on that. Shemokin trailing in that game, and shortly we're going to send it back to Sean to get some updated scores on games going on around the Valley and keeping an eye on our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. It was the Danville Ironman and the Central Columbia Blue Jays. And that was a tight ball game, tied up at one point. So stick around and listen for those updated scores. Part of our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Alexander Toyota. Shock's going to give it to Khan. Second level, still going. Into the secondary, spins out of a tackle into Little Sock territory. But a big burst by Khan. The tackle that time is going to be by Armson, but it's a first down pickup in Little Sock territory by the senior running back. Joe Khan. And the last possession or two has been, it was shown, 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 shown. Now you got Khan getting a little bit of rest, only had to play one side of the ball, and he just comes out, looks fresh. I mean, fired out of a cannon there and running through, guys. It's it's a tough thing for a defense that has a bunch of guys playing both ways to have to deal with the likes of Shown and Khan and their style of bruising running. And good, good credit that offensive line for a big hole that time for Khan to race through it. First down and 10 for the Seals. Khan's going to get the call again. He's into the secondary. Up the right side. Gets a block from Christian Kant. Makes a move at the 25. And they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. 
Beautiful run, good blocking up front initially, and then Christian Gantz, from a wide receiver standpoint, allowed, allowed Joe Kahn to get up the right sideline. It's execution, and the receivers and their run blocking there was superb. Joe Kahn with his hesitation and his cutback, everything. And then he puts you know a little more to it, makes him special, the spin move, to get some extra yards before he steps out of bounds. I mean, this is the style of football that we've seen Seals Group have success with for many years. The ability to run the ball down your throat, and they're doing it right now to Loyal Sock. Any offensive lineman will tell you they love run blocking, and boy, they're getting the most of it here. Late in this ball game, after Khan picks up a first down, they have it inside Loyal Sock's 30-yard line, down close to the 26. Khan gets the call again. Big hole, 20. Try to get to the 50, 10, 5, bounce out of bounds at about the five-yard line, but another big hole. Khan so used to having to run guys over and spin and turn and get those extra yards, but Ryan, big holes provided, and Khan's got to love the room he's getting. And for everyone at home, if you've ever watched the Penn State Blue Band, when the guy comes out and he marches out with the high knees and he steps, and then he sprints and does the flip, that's what we just saw out of Joe Khan minus the, the flip. flip. Minus the <laughs> flip. He literally high-stepped, high knees through traffic, and then took off in a sprint before he went out of bounds. What, about the eight-yard line? It's first and goal. Another Joe Con run there. That was unbelievable. Ziders, Thomas, Maul, Bainey, and Benford up front for the Seals Grove Seals. Getting the most of it here. Seals Grove deep into Loyal Sock territory. First down goal to go. Shock takes the snap. Give it to Con again. Between the tackles, he's met at the eight-yard line. Still spinning, and they blow the whistle. Con never actually touched the turf with his knee but they blew it dead after he spun at the eight-yard line. They can't even bring him down right now. I mean, he is just so strong and fresh. Three guys on him, couldn't get him down. The whistle's what ended that play. 21-7 lead for the Seals. Seven minutes to go in the game. Seals Grove would love to get another rushing touchdown here. Khan has one to his credit in that first half, right at the end of the first half. They're looking to try to do it again here. Nate Schoen's going to line up at the fullback position. Tight formation, tight end Metzger to the right. Shock under center. Zider's going to give him the snap, does. Give it to Khan. Off the right side, got some room. Goal line, touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. And how fitting, he bulls his way through a Lancer defender into the end zone. Joe Khan has been punishing tonight. He gets his fourth rushing touchdown of the season, his second of the night. And it was all Joe Kahn and that offensive line leading the way and getting a great touchdown and a very crucial touchdown late in this ball game for the Seals Grove Seals. They'll look to push it to 28 to 7. We do have a man down on the field, so there's a break in the action. This will be a good time to send it back to Sean Carey. Some updated scores on games going on around the valley. Sean, please. Take it away. All right, Pat and Ryan, thanks very much. On our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now in the fourth quarter, Shikalemi leading Central Mountain 7-3. On 100.9, the Valley in the fourth. Lewisburg leads Bloomsburg 28-7. Fourth quarter, Canton shutting out Muncie 18-0. In the fourth quarter, North Schuylkill 8, Jim Thorpe 6. Final score, Warrior Run 22, Hughesville nothing. Another final score, Mount Carmel. They blanked Mifflinburg tonight 35 to nothing. Late third quarter, Valley View is up 21-7 over Berwick. In the fourth quarter, Williams Valley taking the lead over Line Mountain 13-7. Also in the fourth, Upper Dauphin 30, Susquehanna 22. Third quarter late, Montoursville up 38-7 over Milton. It looks like it's going to be a happy homecoming tonight at Midwest as they start the fourth 
Mustangs up 13-7. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Ryan at Loyal Sock. Appreciate it, Sean. All the updated scores going on around the valley. Again, Seals Grove takes the ball down the field on a five-play drive covering 61 yards. All con runs. Joe Kahn finished off the seven-yard touchdown run, now has 168 yards, his largest output of the season, two touchdowns to push his total in the season, the four touchdowns, and it's all come on 19 carries. Seals Grove still looking for the extra point as they're tending to an injured player for the Lowell Sock Lancers, but again, a five-play drive covering 61 yards for the Seals. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Also, this is Seals Grove football in WEGH Northumberland, Seals Grove. High snap to four, jumps on top of it, and able to secure the ball, but the extra point's not going to be good. And a good thing, it won't be credit to a miss by Kyle Rule, so it'll still be perfect going to season as a high snap to Brett Four, unable to get it down. But Seals Grove pushes her lead to 27-7 to over the Loyal Sock Lancers, and Ryan We've watched Joe Kahn grow up over the years. What a program guy he is. Came on as a sophomore. Defensively was his thing. He got some runs late in some of those games as a sophomore. But, boy, last year over 1,000-yard rusher. Biggest output of the season for Joe Kahn. Never quit in the guy. Passionate guy. Great to see him get two touchdown runs on this tonight against this little psych defense. Yeah, I've got to see Joe Kahn ever since he was little. I actually watched him play some uh, intermediate basketball. He played basketball the same way he played football. That guy would run through the wall. But I'm going to give all the credit to his mom. <laughs> if dad's listening, I'm going to give that hard that hard work. I think that, that never give up to his mom, Mary. <laughs> uh, Greg, you get some of that, too. Yeah, maybe. And Ben. And Ben. The whole family. Nice job, though. Joe Kahn gets you love when a guy does all the work. Uh, well, you know, with the offensive off. line, and it pays off with the touchdown run tonight, the second of the night for the Seals Grove Seals. Short kick this time by Rule. Up man gets it, crosses the 30-yard line, out to the 34-yard line. Kissinger and Schaefer on the stop. Kickoff coverage by the Seals Grove Seals. Little Sock takes over first down and 10 outside the 30-yard line, trailing 27-7 with 6.32 to go in the game. Seals Grove trying to gain all the momentum here. Setting up a game back in the hack one next week against the Shemokin Indians. And we'll bring it here. It'll be our 112th straight Seals Grove Seals broadcast as they'll take on the Shemokin Indians. And Seals Grove will look to go to 500 on the season, 3-3. Three and three. And next week they'll go back into conference play, looking to go to 3-1 and one against the Shemokin Indians. Cavanaugh takes the snap. Quick throw out here to Ross. Makes the catch. Gets a block by Geyer who looked more guilty on that holding call as he took his hands away quickly from the defender, but no call was made. Ross uses speed, gets the first down, will move the chains outside of the 45-yard line. And Joe Kahn still working on pursuit there and knocks Geyer out of bounds. Joe Kahn just does not give up. So first down and 10 for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Showing blitzes, Micaiah Showers. He knocks it down. Kavanaugh tried to throw it quickly. Makai Showers timed that perfectly and, like, slam dunked it right in his face and slammed it to the turf. Nice shot by Showers. Well done on his blitz off the right side. I like the basketball analogy. There you go. I don't know. I'm a guy that can appreciate that. Two-handed, like a lob pass, 
and he throws it down to the turf. Incomplete, second down and 10 for the Loyal Cyclancers at their own 48-yard line, trailing 27-7 to the Seals. Loyal Cyclancers, after starting the season with a loss to North Schuylkill, got the win over Danville, but they're in a position here after they didn't complete pass to Ross. They're threatening to lose the third in a row after losing the Blue in Montoursville. They got the win over Schick, 35 nothing, but lost the Blue, 19-8, and Montoursville, we go 24-7. And right now they see themselves trailing 27-7 with 6-21 to go. So they're looking at potential three losses in a row. Cavanaugh drops back. Gives it to Lowe. Back in the backfield. He's hit by Micaiah Showers. Finished off by Ziders. And are they going to say he was down? The ball came out. No. Fumble on the play. Ziders comes out with a fumble recovery. Well, Micaiah Showers goes low and hits hard, and Ziders goes high and knocks the ball free. Both guys are going to get a tackle for a loss in my book. And Ziders with the forced fumble and recovery. That's a great play by those two guys. Both of them having a big uh, game tonight. Um, uh, Showers already has 10 tackles, three of them for a loss. And Ziders there on that one there is getting his seventh tackle. He also has two forced fumbles and one fumble recovery. So you add a fumble to his stats coming tonight. He's had tackles, sacks, tackles for loss. Now a fumble recovery for Blaze Ziders, the senior defensive end along with junior Micaiah Showers, gives the ball back to Seals Grove. First down and 10. They have it at the Loyal Sock 43-yard line. Shock takes a snap, gives it to Hollenbach. He's got speed into the secondary, pops it to the outside of the 20, makes a move at the 15, and tackled at the 14-yard line. So it's seven. But you go bruise on the stop. You go bruise, 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 running with Shone and Khan, and then all of a sudden you bring in Dean, which might be the fastest. Dean Hawbach might be the fastest player on the team, and he just shows you. It's like Loyal Sox, like what? Where did this come from? Great speed there, nice run. Even the blocking, the blocking was set up perfectly. Seals Grove is gelling right now. They feel like they're in control. They're playing like they're in control. And they're about to end this game. Give credit to Brema to finish the play, but Hollenbach's able to take it to the 15-yard line. First down and 10 for the Seals. Hollenbach just his 19th, 20th carry of the season. He's going to get the call again. Between the tackles, upended. A loss on the play, 43. Coming through quickly, making the stop. Melito makes the stop. Loss of about one second down and 11 for the Seals. Bolito able to come through quickly. Good job that time for the Loyal Sock defense. Seals Grove now has it the Loyal Sock 16-yard line. Second down and 11. 5-10 to go in the game. Seals Grove looking to improve the 3-3. Three and three. Shock will be in the shotgun formation. Hollenbach offset to the right of him. Two wide receivers to the right for the freshman quarterback. Gets the stat. Give it to Hollenbach. Makes a move under defender. Going to get back to the 15-yard line, and that's going to be it. Well played that time. Number six on the stop. Sure. Maybe a half-yard pickup, but it will be a third down. We're going to call it 10 for the Seals Grove Seals. Definitely in rule range. So you think that they would run the ball here again, maybe back to Hollenbach again. And they can work on that snap because they've had that long snap and placement messed up twice in a row on a field goal attempt and a PAT attempt. So something that the long snapper and four of the holder 
can definitely work on and improve as Seals Grove is going to get away with the victory as we pre- approach the four-minute mark with Seals Grove up 20. Seals Grove trying to take advantage of the fumble recovery by the Seals defense. Shock's going to give to Hollenbach. Trying to get under a defender. Was going to go wide. Good block by Metzger. Pancake block from his tight end position, but a short pickup. It will be fourth down as he's able to get to the seven-yard line. So it'll be a fourth down and medium for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals have struggled with the snap and placement of the kicks. They had a difficult time on an extra point and on a field goal attempt. So see what they do here. The offense remains on the field with 336 to go in the game. It's one of these calls here, you know, what's the right thing to do here? Do you kick the field goal and work on what you're supposed to do, you know, or do you just run the ball? Well, now we're going to have a penalty or a timeout taken. Timeout on the field taken by the Seal and Grove Seals, and they'll talk this one over. You know, I, you and I both say it all the time, never won a high school football game as a coach ever, but I'm going to throw my thought out there. Got to work on this snap and hold and yeah. kick. Get the sophomore a chance. I don't think any coach around would be, you know, take that as a as a blow to your team to attempt to work on something that you're struggling with, looking to push the lead to 30 to seven right now since it's 27-7. Yeah, I mean, if you run the ball here and you get the first down, you're in position to score a touchdown. Unless, I mean, still with three minutes and 23 seconds, it's not like you can run out the clock by keep keep taking a knee. At that point, you're going to have to continue to run plays. So. But, you know, again, it's one of those things, too, where we haven't really seen issues all year long. Here we are. We're week six, and we haven't had snap and hold issues all year. It could just be the night. And we've seen a couple throws from both QBs. It seems like the ball slipped out of the hand. There's been quite a few fumbles. Maybe there's a dew in the air tonight. The ball just seems to be, you know, a little sloppy. I'm not sure, but I'm not sure what the code of conduct is, the hidden, the hidden you know, rule here between coaches in this situation, but it looks like it's to go for it. Five receivers to each side. Hollenbach offset to the left of Shock in the shotgun formation. He's going to get the snap. Give it to Hollenbach. Under a tackle. Gets to the five. Inside the five. Pulling defenders, and he's going to pick up a first down for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, this offensive line has really come together in the late that third or second quarter, and they continue as they pick up a big hole for Hollenbach and he takes it for the first down inside the five down to the four yard line and it's one of those things now okay you didn't go for the field goal you're you know showing a little bit of mercy but now you know there's three minutes to go you have to run plays you're four yards outside the end zone you might end up punching it in then you get to work on the long snap and hold it as a, as a PAT attempt see coach is a genius i mean he knows what he's doing <laughs> under three minutes to go in the game first down and goal to go for the seals give it to hollenbach again off the left side two defenders jump on top of him and slam him to the turf look at geyer one of those guys number two for the loyal sock defense but seals grove will now have a second down goal to go from the two 230 to go in the game seals grove leading by 20. Shot gets the call from the sideline, comes into the huddle. Christian Cancel split far to the right. Remember, stick around. We have the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show coming up for you. Ryan will get his way down on the field, interview Coach Derek Kicks, get some players. We'll get stats from our stat man in the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game coming up after the game. Hollenbach gets the call, fumbles the ball, hits the turf, scramble. 
See what the call is. Was Hollenbach able to get back on top of it? He is. He'll retain possession here. Now it'll be a third down and goal to go for the Sealens Grove Seals. Again, you want to stick around for our post-game show for you. Always love checking in with Coach Derek Hicks, also players from down on the field. We'll do that for you. Also, we'll give you the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Is it the 95-yard interception return for the Seals Grove Seals? Was it the 10-yard touchdown run by Joe Kahn at the end of the first quarter? Stick around. You'll find out. Shotgun. Shock's going to keep it. Try to get to the edge. Being chased from behind. Brema will get to him and take him down as he shows his athletic ability from his defensive end position. And there's a late flag going to be thrown here. It was going to be a fourth down and goal to go for the Seals. The officials will talk it over uh, what the penalty is. And as they do that, I want to remind you that coming up after the game and after our post-game show, you want to stick around as we'll bring you highlights and scores from across the region and the the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week with Sean Carey in the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 in the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Personal foul. That's going to go against the Loyal Sock Lancers. So half the distance to the goal. It'll still be fourth down and goal to go for the Seals Grove Seals, and they will go for it here. We've come up on just a minute to go in the game. Seals Grove leading 27-7, so the only thing still to wait for is the final score here. Hollenbach will remain as the lone back of the backfield. Shock will come up behind center, let the play clock run under five before he takes the snap. He does. Takes the snap. Give it to Hollenbach. Trying to get to the edge, and he's going to get to the goal line. Spin. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Hollenbach, the workhorse on that possession, he's able to take it in for the touchdown from six yards out for the Seals Grove Seals. So we got the fourth guy scoring on the night for the Seals Grove Seals. The latest is Dean Hollenbach as he's able to take it off the left side, take it to the goal line with the spin, get it into the end zone for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Six-yard touchdown run by Dean Hollenbach. That's the third rushing touchdown of the night for the Seals Grove Seals. As now Seals Grove will attempt the extra point here. Looking for a good snap here. The hole will be by Brett Four. Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point. Trying to push the lead to 34-7. to Good snap that time. Good hold. The kick goes up. Splits the upright and good. So the Seals Grove Seals extend their lead to 34-7 with just 38 seconds to go in the game. Remember, you want to stick around. Ryan will get with Coach Derek Hicks. He will be able to get with him as soon as the handshakes finish up, get his thoughts of the performance from his Seals Grove Seals as they get back in the win column. Set up next week's game back at Heartland Athletic Conference Division One against the Shemokin Indians. Six-yard touchdown run by Hollenbach. Comes with just 38 seconds to go in the game. It finishes off the longest drive of the night for the Seals Grove Seals. A nine-play, 43-yard drive, taking five minutes and 10 seconds. The extra point good, and Seals Grove leads 34-7 here in the fourth quarter. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Appreciate it. Mike Moyer listening. Says he loves the excitement and the 
the tone that we bring to the broadcast. Always love to hear from our listeners. Glad you could tune here on Eagle 107 and also on Eagle107.com as Seals Grove able to bounce back from a loss a week ago to the Berwick Bulldogs. The deep man gets the call. That's Ross trying to take it from right to left, up the left hash, and it's going to be finished off by the cover guys for the Seals Grove Seals. Right on it, in on the stop along with Kissinger. So the Little Sock Lancers will take over first down at 10 with just 30 seconds to go in the ball game. Again, you want to stick around. Ryan has already made his way down to the field. He's going to hope to be able to catch up with Coach Derek Hicks. Stack a couple of the players, big parts of the win here tonight for the Seals Grove Seals. As Little Sock Lancers will come out, they're going to go into a kneel down here. They're going to lose their third in a row after losses to Bloomsburg and Montoursville. They're going to lose this one at home to the Seals Grove Seals as Derek Hicks will get his 34th win, his fourth season as the head man of the Seals Grove Seals. He'll get the 34th win as the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove had to do it from the defensive side in that first half. Two defensive touchdowns. And then they finally got a rushing touchdown late in that first half. They come out here in the second half after no scoring the third. They get back-to-back rushing touchdowns, one by Kahn and one by Hollaback. As the teams will meet at midfield, the final seconds run off the clock. Seals Grove go on the victory, a 34-7 win over the Loyal Sock Lancers. Loyal Sock will fall to 2-4. and four on the season and again seals grove will go to 500 three and three on the season an impressive defensive performance to start the game for the seals grove seals but then the run game came into play great job by that offensive line and by that rushing attack for the seals grove seals seals grove came in a night only averaging 77.4 yards per game and six touchdowns on the season well they had three touchdown rushes tonight and a very impressive rushing performance by that Seals Grove offense. Again, you're going to stick around for the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Derek will make his way through the line shaking hands and see if we get an opportunity for Ryan to check in with him right away. Derek Hicks will come this way, hopefully be able to catch up with Ryan. Sometimes we got to give Coach Derek Hicks a little reminder, and he does. Now he's going to make his way over to Ryan, so we're not going to waste any time. We'll send it down on the field as Coach Derek Hicks has now coached his 34th victory as head man to Derek of the Seals Grove Seals. Ryan, down on the field. All right, Seals Grove gets the win tonight in Loyal Sock 34-7. You're listening to the Seals Post Game Show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Coach, what a game. Weird start. Talk a little bit about your feel, the flow, and how this game played out. Yeah, it was kind of a bizarre first quarter with uh, some of the penalties and some of the things that were happening. But, uh, you know, the kids settled in. We, we did have to make some adjustments both offensively and defensively. And, uh, you know, to their credit, they, they responded very well and put together a nice game. What were the adjustments you made as Loyal Sox started out the game? I believe they completed their first seven passes and were just getting deep and going up and making plays. What do you do with your defense to make those adjustments? Uh, you know, we had to change some blitz scheme. We weren't getting any pressure. Um, you know, we, we weren't getting good coverage in the flats, so we widened our outside backers, talked to them about alignment, and uh, you know, changed some inside blitz things and started getting a little bit of pressure. 
and with how slow of start the offense had, how, how important was it to get two scores from your defense? Yeah, I mean, that was big, you know, a, a scoop and score, and, uh, you know, we only had one interception on the year. You know, guys are playing hard, and uh, we, we finally got that pick, returned it for a touchdown. Ocon tonight, 19 carries, 168 yards, two TDs, seven tackles, and one tackle for a loss. When do you think you'll actually get some production out of him? Uh, you know, I guess may, maybe next week, you know, who knows. But, uh, no, honestly, we kind of challenged our offensive line this week uh, after the Berwick showing. You know, it, it, as an O-lineman, former O-lineman, that's not how you want to represent yourself. And I talked to the guys, and we challenged them to get somebody over 100 yards. And uh, they did a nice job, and Joe did a great job running the ball. Well, since you've been challenging your offensive line, grade their performance tonight, what did you see? You know, without watching film, it's tough, but definitely, I mean, that second quarter when we just kind of powered down the field, they were they were certainly in an A. Uh, second half, we had a couple mental breakdowns, and, uh, you know, other, other than that, they, they again moved the ball and did a nice job. So, you know, overall from where they were, they've got to be up at a solid uh, B, B-plus this week. Coach, one last thing, and I can't forget this. Today's my anniversary grade my wife on how well she did in picking a husband well you know i've seen better but sometimes you settle you, you, you take what you can get and, and you run with it so uh you know more credit to her for putting up with you she definitely settled thanks coach congratulations on the win all right thank you all right pat it's 14 years that's a stat for you that i've been married to my beautiful wife lauren and we're going to continue with you in the booth with the Seals Post Game Show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision, and I'll grab a couple players. Congratulations, Ryan, to your anniversary, to your beautiful wife, Lauren, and we're going to continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show by sending it back to Sean to give us some rundown of other scores going on around the Valley. Sean, uh, take it away. All right, Pat, thanks very much. Lauren, Ryan, happy anniversary on the Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Shikalemi seconds away from getting their first win of the year. They're up 13-3 over Central Mountain. Final score tonight at Bloomsburg University. Another big night for Lewisburg running back Max Moyers as the Green Dragons get a 35-7 win over Bloomsburg. Canton stays undefeated. They shut out Muncie tonight, blanking the Indians 8-0. Late score in the fourth quarter. North Schuylkill 8, Jim Thorpe 6. Also in the fourth quarter, Halifax 21, Tri-Valley 12. Late third quarter, Danville is up 35-21 over Central Columbia. Final score, Warrior Run shut out Hughesville 22 to nothing. In the fourth quarter, Valley View 35, Berwick 7. Final, Mount Carmel shutting out Mifflinburg 35 to nothing. Between the Pines tonight, Williams Valley, the Vikings getting a win over Line Mountain 13 to 7. Juniata 28, Pine Grove 20, that is final. Jersey Shore 34, Shemokin 13, that's a final. Seals get Shemokin next week here on Eagle 107. Fourth quarter, Upper Dauphin 28, Susquehanna 22. Final score, Nativity BVM with 22 unanswered points as they defeated Montgomery 22-9. Final score, Southern Columbia 54, South Williamsport 20. Late third quarter score, Montoursville 38, Milton 7. And Midwest Midwest and Penns Valley, they are now knotted up at 23-23 with under two minutes remaining in the fourth. As we continue the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show, we go back to Loyal Sock as the Seals get the victory tonight, 34-7. Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brandt, Zach Showers, back to you guys. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. Getting all that updated scores. And Midwest all knotted up the first year for the Mustangs. And, uh, boy, give them credit for what they've been able to do there. And an impressive 
tie game right now for the Midwest Mustangs. Taking a recap of the score here as we're waiting for the players to break the huddle and Ryan to catch up with some of them down on the field. Seals Grove got on the board first with 7-17 to go in the first quarter. Swineford was able to scoop up a fumble, take it 32 yards for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. The extra point, good, and it was a 7-0 lead at that point for the Seals. Well, Cavanaugh, quarterback for the Loyal Sock Lancers, would be able to come back and get a one-yard touchdown run for the sophomore with 4.05 to go in the first quarter, completed a seven-play drive. The extra point good, and we're knotted up that point, 7-7. That would be the score at the end of the first quarter. But Seals Grove would get a huge uh, interception return by Nylon. That's Nylon's first interception and pick six of the season, going 95 yards. The extra point good. And at that point, it was 14-7 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. And then Joe Kahn would finish off the first quarter, and Derek Hicks talked about that at that offensive line. Just was able to open things up as Kahn was able to take it from 10 yards out, complete a six-play drive, covering 62 yards at a minute and 46 seconds. The extra point good, and it was a 21-7 lead. Speaking of Joe Kahn... He's down on the field with coach down on the field with Ryan. Ryan, can you snag Joe Conn and get him to talk a little bit about this performance tonight? And I see he's bringing his entire offensive line. Ryan, down to you. Yeah, I'll get you that. But first, I'm gonna. I have Nyland ready as Joe's getting his uh, offensive line together. So we are down here in the field. The Seals post game show presented by Service Service Electric Cable Vision. Seals Group wins 34 to seven. I I got Nyland with me. Nyland four catches, 34 yards. He had a rush for 10 yards. He had a 95-yard interception return uh, for TD, and he had two tackles tonight. Starting to feel healthy. Yeah, my hip's been bothering me for a while now, but it feels great to get back out there on defense and working in on offense again. Well, I'm not sure what our Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game is tonight, but my vote's going for your pick six. Loyal Sock looking to go in, take a lead, and you totally changed the momentum, got that pick six. Take us through that play, what you saw, and how it played out for you. Well, the problem with us before, like when they're doing those jump balls, is we weren't being physical enough at the beginning. So I started being more physical and I like, pushed him off his route, and the ball was just kind of like thrown right to me. Then I got it, and then I looked for my blocker, Nick Schaefer, number 65, that pulled up in front of me and uh, got the blo- uh, key block for me to get the touchdown. Now coming off that loss last week to a good Berwick team, how important was it for you guys to show up tonight and beat a good Loyal Sock team? It means a lot. We really have to get our uh, groove going to get back in this Hack 1 uh, conference and uh, try to go for districts then. Well, you guys are heading in the right direction. A great win tonight. Congratulations to you on a great game. Thanks. Now, Pat, I got Joe Kahn here, but he's talking to the newspaper right now. Should we just hold here? Or should I speed up this newspaper uh, interview? I mean, we are on the air. I think we should, you know, get first crack at this. I mean, why don't you wave, wave your hands? Let me know what you think. Well, I'm going to run down the rest of the score, and then we'll send it back down to you. Right. see Joe Conn breaking. Oh, wait, well, I got him. He just broke from the Joe Conn's broke from the newspaper, as he did all yep, night. The 40, the 35. Joe, you got your offensive line together. Now they're not with you. What's going on here? No, we're, we're getting uh, we're. They're, they're interviewing with me on the team. Carries 168 yards, two TDs, seven tackles, one tackle for a loss. How important was it to get the running game going, and, and who are you going to give credit to? I'm giving credit to the entire offensive line. They, they kicked some butt all night, 
and I can't, can't be a. Uh, it's crying right now. <laughs> Uh, no, I love these guys. They're blocking pancaking kids all night. I was chuckling when uh, I was running the ball and I saw uh, Wyatt Metzger and Trey Bainey pancake this kid. I was laughing so hard and while well, I on the ball, so it was even more funny. Should we go through them all and let them all say their name and number? Oh my Why don't you do it? Put down your helmet and take this to each one of the linemen. All righty, we're here with uh, number 68, Trey Bainey. Uh, he's a tackle for the Seals Grove Seals. Hi. Yep, that's all he has to say. He's not a man. Of, he's not a man of many words. This is Garrett Benford here, number seventy-three. How are we doing? Big Johnny Cash fan. Blaze Ziders coming off a car accident the night before, up by uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Blaze, what do you got to say about tonight? We got the dub. We got the dub indeed. <laughs> Everett Thomas, I promised this. I promised this guy a McDouble after the game. Yes, you did. I want that McDouble too. Oh, yeah, and Mikey Maul, Big Daddy himself. How do you feel about tonight? House. House. Well, Joe's got a new career. Congratulations, Joe. <laughs> We're going to end with that, Pat. The boys are excited. Great job tonight by the Seals. They get that win, 34-7. to We're going to go back up to you in the booth and finish with the Seals postgame show presented by Service Electric Cablevision. Appreciate that, Ryan, from down on the field. Live radio. You just never know what you're going to get. Thanks, Joe Kahn. What a night for this rushing attack, and it couldn't come at a better time. Well, the passing struggled here tonight, but this offensive line was challenged by the coaching staff, and they came up big. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show here from Ken Robbins Stadium on the campus of Little Sock Township. Ryan, or Sean, take it away. Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawinds Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all SEALs throughout your career from Seawinds Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawinds Grove. Go SEALs! Stream on with Service Electric Cablevision high-speed internet free for two months. Enjoy faster speeds for smooth streaming and downloading on all of your devices. Choose the speed that's right for you. Plus, you'll get free installation and two free months all-in-one wireless cable modem and router when you sign up. SCCV high-speed internet free for two months. Visit sccv.com slash speed. That's sccv.com slash speed. Offer ends October 26th. Eagle 107. It's time for the Seals postgame show, sponsored by Service Electric Cablevision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Ryan Brandt. Welcome back to Service Electric Cablevision postgame show here from Loyal Sock Township. Again, Seals Grove wins this one 34-7. And we were talking about that scoring recap, and boy, Seals Grove led 21-7 at the end of the first half, thanks in part to Joe Kahn's 10-yard touchdown run, his third of the season, and an offensive line that you just heard from down on the field, able to open things up and really get in a groove to complete that six-play drive. And then Joe Kahn would get his second of the night, his fourth of the season, when he was able to complete a five-play drive on a seven-yard touchdown run with 6.37 to go in the game. And Seals Grove pushed their lead to 27-7. to And that offensive line was not done as Dean Hollenbach was able to take it from six yards out, 
covering a nine-play drive, 43 yards, the extra point good, and Sealsgar wins the game 34-7 to over the Loyal Sock Lancers. Now we talk about Ryan has already thrown his vote out for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and I'm not going to argue it one bit. Think about it. Loyal Sock was trying to go in for the score in Seals, deep in Seals Grove territory. Cavanaugh dropped back, and it was picked off by Nyland. Nyland turned it in with a host of blockers in front of him and took it 95 yards for the touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. So that's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokadam Health Center offering medical care chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's your Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Now a full rundown of the stats as we continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show for you. First down, Seals Grove led on first down, 16 to Loyal Sox, 10 in the rushing department. Can't say it enough. What a breakout for the Seals Grove Seals, 239 yards on the ground, to just 14 for the Lowell Sock Lancers. In the passing department, Lowell Sock got the better of that with 169 yards through the air. Seals Grove just 66. So total yards on the night, Seals Grove 305 to Loyal Sox 183. So Seals Grove betters their uh, totals per game with a 305-yard output. They came in tonight only averaging 242, so good job all around for the Seals Grove Seals. Penalties, something Coach Derek Hicks and his offense, or his uh, coaching staff going to talk about. Still seven penalties for 67 yards. Loyal Sock, two penalties for 21 yards. In the turnover department, Seals Grove a fumble and an interception on the offensive side, but on the defensive side, three fumble recovers and an interception. Again, the two big plays in that first half. Swineford with a 32-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Nyland, a 95-yard interception return for the touchdown. Again, it's our Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Taking a look at individual numbers. First four, the Lowell Sock Lancers. Cavanaugh, 14 for 20, 169-yard interception and only 20 yards in the second half after a very good first half by the sophomore quarterback for the Lancers. The receiving department, uh, Geyer, three catches, 30 yards. Ross, four catches for 24 yards. In the rushing department, Barone, 10 carries for just eight yards and had a fumble. Geyer, six carries, just eight yards, also a fumble. And Cavanaugh, the alone rushing touchdown of the night for the Loyal Sock Lancers. For the Seals, Gross Seals, first in the passing department, as Danny Shock, 6 for 13, 66 yards and an interception. His main target tonight was Nyland, four catches for 34 yards. Shown at two catches for 32 yards. And Swineford did not get a catch tonight, so then it's a five-game uh, straight for at least one reception for the senior receiver. So he doesn't come away with a catch. But it was all about the rushing here tonight. Again, Joe Kahn, 19 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Hollenbach, eight carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Schoen got into it with five carries or eight yards. And Schock, three carries, 21 yards, did have a fumble uh, for the Seals Grove Seals. So, again, the Seals Grove outrushed the Loyal Sock Lancers 239 to just 14 for the Loyal Sock Lancers. Let's take one more break. Come back. We'll wrap things up here from Ken Robbins Stadium. Again, Seals Grove wins. 34-7 to improve the 3-3. Three and three. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. 
If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available too for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. Eagle 107. Welcome back to the Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. Again, Sealus Grove improves to three and three with a 34 to seven win over the Loyal Sock Lancers. As Joe Kahn, over 168 yards on the night. Great performance from your senior running back. And uh, couldn't ask for more from that offensive line. Joe Kahn, two rushing touchdowns. Hollenbach, a touchdown run of his own to push it out to 34-7. to So that wraps up the Seals, the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show from Ken Robbins Stadium on the campus of Loyal Sock Township. Remember, each week on Eagle 107, you can hear live play-by-play action of the Bucknell Bison football with Doug Burtz on Kevin Hur starting with the Bison buildup on Eagle 107. Next week, the Seals take on the Shemokin Indians at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Make sure you catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, Ryan Brand starting at 6. Then we talk to the head man, Derek Hicks, at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7. So that wraps up Seals Post Game Show, presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, Seals Grove wins to improve the 3-3 with a 34-7 win over the Loyal Sock Lancers. For my stat man, Zach Showers, and Sean Kerr, our producer, Ryan Brandt, this is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals Football and Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region and the Alpha Electric Electrifying Call of the Week with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motors Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.